yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and 925s, but we are still married to the games. Episode 318. Oh, yeah. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. And guess what? It's a for one of us. Night show for me. For twenty five. For twenty five percent of us. So jealous of you, Tim. That beautiful voice you hear is Tim Router. Even though he said he wasn't gonna be here, he is here for the people. That's dedication right there. I made it happen. I'm out on the patio of our. Uh, hotel room here in beautiful uh, Oahu, Hawaii, and mm. it is awesome. And we're having so much fun. And I'm, I'm actually just super pumped that this is, I think, the furthest I've ever recorded a podcast from you guys. So that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's wow. pretty, it's pretty crazy. So I'm, um, I mean, how do they get the internet all the way out there? I don't <laughs> know, right? It's crazy. Extension cords, Chris. <laughs> lots Dang, and lots man. of extension cords. How'd they get one that long? <laughs> Gabe, I'm half, I'm halfway to Tokyo, baby. So get out here. Let's make this happen. I know, we'll head, that's we'll right. head right out there. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So apparently the default is sacrifice. Yes, this sure. Week. Chris, Absolutely. Tim is out there doing it for us, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm actually just super happy I can talk to you guys and hang out for a little bit while I'm here. So what time is it there and how was your travels and how's your week been? Man, it's been great. Um, Piper's topic of the week is aloha because that's what everybody says here. And yeah. so it, it's really great. She Did they just say that did, to get your money? Probably. <laughs> that's how i felt um, when i went to england i was i rode with a, a taxi driver and he was like oh good day governor and i was like doggone it no, here's a bigger no. tip than i was gonna give yeah. you <laughs> <Tally-ho>. <laughs> that's amazing no i uh it, we started we left at 6 a.m on saturday morning connected to uh lax and then from lax went to honolulu and I got to say, my little girl did awesome on the oh, plane. Oh, good. Thankfully, nice. they had like built-in screens with all kinds of movies and shows to watch. And she was mm-hmm. just awesome. So I was able to catch up on some of the movies that I didn't get to see either. Like, uh, I, I thought so you I were going to say sleep. <laughs> no, man, I don't sleep on planes. I can't sleep on planes at all. Yeah. And so, uh, so I watched Deadpool 2, which was amazing. I watched um, Solo. And then I watched uh, Avengers Infinity War again, and it was just glorious watching it for the second time. But yeah, I got caught up on all of my uh, superhero movies and Star Wars movies, and it it was great. That was awesome. What did you think of Solo? I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Really? Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Good. I mean, it was was a little more like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. It wasn't as, I don't think they took it as serious as I thought they that a lot of Star Wars fans probably wanted them to. Mm. But it was still really good. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good little action movie. And I didn't mind him playing Han Solo, by the way. Like, I, yeah. I, I thought I thought he was pretty good. Good. That's really so, good to hear. I never saw it. So, I need to catch yeah, up with either. it. Yeah. But I just wasn't drawn to it. But I really, I, stu- I do still want to see it. And I think a plane is a perfect mm. place to, <laughs> really just sit there to catch up on movies you haven't seen. It is the absolute perfect place to, to see it. And so, and like all of the movies, you know how back in the day, a lot of the movies were edited 
and um you know they take out all the bad words not not this one like not, they don't do that anymore <laughs> i don't think it's like straight up if you want to watch it you can watch it i'm watching deadpool going oh my god i hope nobody's around right now yeah that's right yeah <laughs> right yeah they, they start they but, let them uh, fly on the planes now since you have the do. headphones yeah it's so funny because i it used to not be that way they used to edit them and be mm -hmm. like holy jeez you know and mm -hmm. all that stuff all the fun vo uh that they do that's but, right. Um, but yeah, man, we so we're out here. We're at Aulani Resort, uh, which is Disney's uh, resort out here on the west shore of Oahu. Um, just just having a great it's just great family time. Like not only I mean, it's our 20th anniversary, which Lauren and I really celebrated before we left. And then mm -hmm. um, and we brought Piper because it's her fall break this week. And so we're just having a great time. And the way that the resort is um, put together, it's like there's a tower on the east side tower on the west side and then there's just pools all in the middle there's like a whole snorkeling area and then they also have a beach area too so we've just been kind oh, of nice. running around doing stuff but we rented a car too and yesterday we just drove around the island we we kind of went everywhere went up to some of the the fun surf and popular surf spots like pipeline and sunset beach and waimea bay and it was mm -hmm. just it was just so cool man this island is beautiful and so I think tomorrow yeah. we're going to go back over to the east um, shore because there's this ranch there that a lot of like the Jurassic Park um, scenes were filmed in. And it's like mm -hmm. it's so beautiful and green and lush on that side of the island. And it, it looks like you're in Lost or you're in Jurassic Park. Or, and that's a lot of the places that they filmed, which is pretty interesting. Yep. So we're going to we're going to go on this little like six man. Uh, they call it a raptor. We're gonna go in this six-man golf cart with Piper and Lauren and oh, me. Wow. And we're gonna we're gonna drive through like this valley where they filmed Jurassic Park and in and mm. some stuff. So I'm kind of excited for that. And it, man, it's just been it's so cool. This this state is awesome and this island is awesome, and we're just really enjoying it. We did a luau tonight, and um, yeah, it's just been super fun. So we're having some great family time here, and um, just really enjoying. And the the uh, weather here is beautiful it's just been like 81 degrees there's a nice mm -hmm. shore breeze and it's it's just perfect and, and just nice. Piper's having a good time she got all dressed up um they kind of dolled her up at this little salon here and um right before the luau so she had her hair braided and a little dress and everything and it was, it was just really cute so yeah nice. just, man wow. just quality family time really much much need good. much needed good. and much deserved and so we're we're having just an, an awesome time here so uh on, good man so on the gaming front it's clash royale and that's about it i know that's right <laughs> that's pretty right. much it i did before we left i did get to do a little overwatch with uh lem and um oh nice and it was it was fun and frustrating all at the same time but it was it was still it's just great just to be able to jump on and boom did he make you guys play mystery heroes again um you know we didn't we were actually if okay. I can remember, it was we were just doing um, Chuggenstein's Revenge. We were just doing know, right? like uh, I think some arcade, either arcade or I think we were just doing some quick play. And so I'm I oh, am nice. loving this the Halloween event that they do, man. It's so clever how the yeah, loot man. boxes change yeah. up, and this is the uh, first event you've played, been a part of, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. I mean, it's one of the best ones, but they're all pretty dang good. It really is, man. It really gets me in the holiday spirit because i love halloween it's like one of my favorite favorite times of the year because it's a kickoff to like everything that happens it's all fun and, mm -hmm. and good like thanksgiving and christmas and halloween really just kicks everything off so it's a lot of fun so there you go so yeah man that's that's it for me i'm just sitting here chilling on a beach 
and you're five hours behind us, so it's a night I, show yeah. for you. Yeah, so it's you're talking it to us in the future. The future. No, <laughs> talking no. in the past. In the past. Oh, yeah, the past. Talking in the past. So yes. whatever you've done the, for the last five hours, I can correct them for you. Just yeah. let me know. We won't tell you how the day is. We don't want yes, to ruin it. Yeah, for you. we're your. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, you're you are my future. So mm-hmm. so it's great. It but was I'm dark. Just, I'm so happy that, that mm. I can jump on with you guys. And thanks for making it a morning show. And uh, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, man. Of course. When, when you text us, it was like, I can do this thing. I was like, oh, snap. Yep. We're yeah, about to be know, right? covering the time zones up with this thing. Yeah, man. Well, everybody's <laughs> like our, our jet lag's pretty. I, I feel pretty good and I can function pretty easily on short hours of sleep. Um, but like we've just been like by eight thirty, nine o'clock. It's like. Oh man, we're exhausted. Mm-hmm. So, so all the girls are out right now, and so it's super easy for me to just get a little work done, um, and then uh, and then jump on with you guys. So it's perfect. It's worked out great. Very nice. Nice. Cool. I love yeah, that. Man. Yeah, man. Christopher. Yeah. You're not in Hawaii. No. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna have kind of the exact opposite of oh, great. <laughs> because I haven't been doing nothing. Really? (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, outside of work, man, it has been crazy here in terms of you would almost think that the hurricane that had kind of went through kind of went off this direction because it's just been nonstop rain here. Oh, wow. And and yeah, so I think it rained last Thursday and Friday a bit. It it rained Saturday like all day long. On Sunday, it rained. It didn't most of the day. It was kind of stayed away a bit, just sprinkling here and there. And then in the evening, it started raining, and it's just been pretty much raining since then. And like this huge cold front came through. So the last yes or Monday, yesterday, and I think again today, the high is like forty two or something crazy, mm-hmm. which I was not Ooh, expecting. Chilly. And so I had you know bust out puffy jacket and you know get all this stuff ready because yeah, because I'm not a fan of being cold, um, but. Outside of that, I mean, it's just go to work, come home. It's like stay out of the outdoors as much as possible because of the rain, which has been a huge problem for my dog because she just stares at like typically the way that it happens is whenever I get home from work, right, pretty much right away, I take her for a walk. And then like if it's the weekend, I walk her in the morning and then I try to Mm -hmm. walk her again in the afternoon or sometime in the early evening. And so just around those times, she knows, and she's over there looking at me, and she's like trying, messing with me, trying to think, you know, we're going to go now. And then I just go open the door. I'm like, all right, look at there. <laughs> you want to go out in that? <laughs> she sticks her head out, and it gets pelted a few times, and then just turns around and comes back nope. in. So that's what I thought. That's why we're not out there right now. So she's got like this, this little ball of energy rolling around and just wanting to play mm. constantly because she's not getting her walk. So I'm just trying to make sure that I spend some some good time with her and not because she's, you know, especially during the day when I'm at work. I mean, she's just pinned up in here. I mean, she's able to roam the house. We don't have her in a crate, but I know she's just sleeping the whole time. I mean, she's got mm-hmm. nothing to do. So I just outside of just messing around with her and giving her some attention, that's pretty much all I've been doing. The one thing of note that I did do this week is on Sunday, I got to go meet up with somebody from our community because they were in town. Somebody nice. had reached out to me. Yeah, it was uh, Brian. He's at Silent Fury 007 on Twitter. Um, and he he's he lives in Seattle, but he had come down to San Antonio to like visit some friends and family and then came up to the Dallas area um, because his parents live here, or at least his dad does. I don't know if his mother does as well because I don't know if his family's separated or not. But he came up to visit his dad because uh, they are – it was his birthday 
And so the, him and his brother and, and we're taking his dad to a Cowboys game here because the last uh, game last weekend was in town. It was a home game for them. And so uh, he hit me up and said, hey, I'm going to be in your part of town. Uh, I'll be look, keeping an eye out for that Tesla. And I was like, oh, well, why don't you hit me up when you get here if you have time? I mean, obviously, I don't know what your situation is. Maybe we can go meet up for like coffee or something. And it happened to work out. And so I met him up at this little coffee shop and we just sat there and hung out for about an hour, hour and a half. Mm -hmm. It was just a really good Very time. Nice. We had a good conversation. We got to chat about a whole all kinds of different things. Um, and I did it since it wasn't raining super hard or anything like that. I, I drove the Tesla up there and I took him for a little quick ride in it. And he was nice. all like, "Oh man, this is so cool!" And he'd never <laughs> been in an electric car before. So to, for people that have never been in an electric car, and I had never been in one until my first Tesla test drive way back when, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh." It's just a little bit different to like feel that instant torque when you hit the the gas or it's not even a gas mm. pedal really the accelerator I guess I should say it's just different until you've kind of felt that because I and I tell him just like I tell everybody that I've taken a ride it's like and I don't even I like I have the slow one like I don't even have a fast version of the car and it feels <laughs> like it just takes off like a rocket so it's kind of crazy so he he was all enthused by that and everything and then posted some pictures on Twitter he has this really hilarious thing and I told him this I said you know you're like, you do one of these things where you do something and I'm, I thought about, I was like, man, I wish I would have thought of that. He has this separate Twitter account where he, he takes pictures of himself or like writes tweets and then takes a picture of himself, like a selfie, wherever he is and whatever he's doing. And he'll be all enthusiastic, but he just looks so like demoralized in the picture. And I just think it's hilarious. I was like, man, I wish I would have done that. So we took we took one photo. He's like, oh my gosh, I got to take a ride. And Chris's Tesla was amazing. It's all excited. It has all these exclamation points. He took his picture and we're both just like the most sad looking people ever. <laughs> and I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. He's like, I was like, man, if I would have, I wish I just would have thought of doing an account like that beforehand because I think it was a cool idea. Mm. Um, but that was pretty much it. So outside of that, it's been nothing but gaming. Um, I did dabble a little bit more with Force Horizon 4, but I've not jumped back into it as much as I want. I am planning to get back to it at some point. The good thing about it is that it feels like the kind of game where you don't really need to focus in on it. You can just kind of come and go as you please. It feels very casual, mm -hmm. kind of like an Overwatch yep. or anything else. So I, I know I'm going to jump back in at some point. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to progress the story that I'm missing out on necessarily, even though there are some kind of story-esque stuff going on in it. Um, and then a little bit of Overwatch as well, especially last night since the, the arcade loot boxes reset, I was working on Stacey's account, trying to get her, her, oh, her very nice. three loot boxes. Uh, and then maybe again tonight, I'll, I'll jump over to my account once I finish out on hers. But the rest of the time has been pretty much Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. Mm. I've kind of finally gotten in a little bit of a, a, a situation where I feel like, okay, I, I feel like I understand everything that's going on. I feel like I kind of understand the story and the I'm playing as Cassandra, kind of understand her motivations a bit more and I know yeah. what else is going on. Because I the last uh, Assassin's Creed that I played was uh, Syndicate. Ooh, so I didn't okay. play... Okay. Um, Origins, which I know this one's a little bit more akin to Origins in the terms of that, like with Origins, as mm -hmm. I understand it, that's when like the controls really changed oh, yeah. and it became, it added in all the RPG elements, which now is yeah. even more RPG elements than even in Origins. But to me, going from, you know, three games back or whatever, a syndicate to this is like a big jump. Oh, yeah. So it just took me a little while to get my head wrapped around how the controls work and then the different systems and whatnot. But I kind of feel like I've hit my stride a bit now. And I'm kind of going around and, and I'm enjoying it so far. That's another weird thing is that I feel like everybody that I do know that is playing it, I think everybody's playing is Cassandra, which kind of makes you feel mm -hmm. like, well, why? I mean, I guess it, it doesn't hurt to have a second option, but it almost just feels like they should have just done Cassandra. I mean, yeah. <laughs> why, it's a little why bit do you strange. think that is? Because I've noticed that too, but I didn't know why. Is it the why exact same story? Why people are playing story? as her or why they gave yeah, you two it, options? Is it, no, no, no. 
the, why people are playing as her so heavily? Like, is it the same story, just different people? Or do you think uh, it's because they've shown her so much in the commercials? I, I think if I had to guess, you know, just my gut tells me that the reason so many people played it is because a few years back, I think it was with Unity, Assassin's Creed, the Ubisoft, they said like, oh, we can't make female character models because they're a lot harder and take more time. So I think this is more of like a stick it to the sea. We told you you should have let us play as girls, and now they're all just playing that way. I feel like that's yeah. kind of a bit of a hmm. stick it to them kind of thing, or show them that, see, we told you this is what we wanted. Thanks for giving it to us kind Was of thing. Was that the same thing with Origins? I, I don't know. if it, I just remember that being a big to-do with Unity, because Unity I was mean, one Unity, where you could, have, yeah. you could have like four people, and but there were no female yeah, options. Uh, that's right. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, which they also had that with Syndicate, but I, I don't which know. Which one was the, the one where you could choose the brother or the sister? That was, Syndicate. that was Syndicate, and that was the one right after Unity, I believe. Oh, okay, gotcha. And with this one, they had said that Cassandra is the canon character for oh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, I did hear I, that. That's right. That that's makes why sense. I chose her. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't. I chose that. her simply because, I mean, obviously, as with every game, like it's a fantasy world, and like you're going back into like Sparta and all these kinds of things, and I just thought. Well, I don't know a ton about history, but I was like, I bet there weren't a lot of female Spartan heroes. It's like, so I want to go full fantasy, and I want I want to play as a lady Spartan in this Spartan world. I just thought that was a cool idea. Nice. And then when you saw it the first time, the first time they did it, I think it was E three is when we first saw it that one time. And then they showed like mm -hmm. the kick animation and everything. I just thought it was awesome seeing this lady like kicking people off the ledge. It's like <laughs> I want to do that with that character, and so that's why I chose her. That's awesome. But it Perfect. pretty much wasn't anything else other than that. Because I don't know if I've seen that one clip of that Spartan kick and it being a boy. Yeah. Like, just as I've, like, scrolled through yeah. whatever. Like, every time I've seen uh -huh. that kick, it's Cassandra. So I didn't know yeah. if you mm -hmm. played both at some time and maybe you started out with her or whatever. But no. that's pretty cool. You, yeah, you choose early on, you choose. I don't know. It's one of the few areas, at least so far in the game, I'm, I'm not super far in, where... You're right at the beginning, you're dealing, you're outside of the animus or whatever in the real world, the modern day, the stuff they should probably get rid of at some point. And, oh, and, still have that's, and not, that's not gone yet. It's no, barely it's not, there. It's like what? Yeah. Two or three minutes, maybe. Oh, have good. you, okay. sorry to jump ahead of it, but are you still going with it or are you done with it? Did you finish it? I did not finish it now. Okay. No. So that, that was going to be my question because I'm curious. I'm like, it seems like there's most people are saying, oh, there's very little animus, which, you know, is kind of what I expected. But I wonder if it'd be one of those things where like, oh, but the last quarter of the game, like it's really heavily outside the animus. I'm kind of expecting that, even right. though I don't know if that's the way it's going to go. I'm just like, uh, I better not get my hopes up too much. I feel like there's probably going to be some <laughs> big like email reading session I'm going to get to here soon. <laughs> but the only thing about the game so far that I don't. Well, there's a few things. One, I will say, I think part of what kind of was a slow going for me in the beginning is it's. I think it's just really hard and it's not necessarily fair to play a multi-platform game, even if it's a triple-A game, right after you've played a really good first-party game that's like an mm -hmm. exclusive to one console. Because even if, it, if it's like an uh, Xbox game, like uh, if I were to play uh, Project Cars or, or whatever and, and then compare that to Forza, like Forza is going to be way better because it's just they can just focus in on the one platform and they're just always way, way more polished. When I first started playing it, I, I still kind of feel a little bit of that weird AC, you know, not, not jank's not the right word, but it's just every now and then it's like, oh, man, now I'm climbing up that ledge. I meant to go mm. this way, but that's what I'm doing now. I still feel like I get a little bit of those kinds of things. And then on the cutscenes, even though overall, like the character models and everything look good, the mouths just work a little yeah. weird to me. And, and, yep. and, and, 
Honestly, like, it probably wouldn't be so obvious to me if I hadn't just played Spider-Man that has these amazing facial animations mm -hmm. and really super smooth gameplay that just mm -hmm. really is fluid and works very well. So it, it's not really, like, fair to say... I'm not saying that they did a bad job with this game because they didn't. And especially now that I've been playing for probably four or five hours or so, I don't necessarily notice any of that stuff anymore. Now I'm just into the thick right. of, like, unlocking the traits and the abilities that I want to have and how am I going to take down this outpost when there's a guy over there that's two levels above me and then a guy over there that's one level above me and I got to make sure they don't find me and that kinds of stuff, which is what I wanted to get into and what I was trying to finally get to the point of. The one other thing so far, and I don't know if this is going to be the way throughout the entire game that I'm not really feeling is... So you, you find these out different outposts and stuff as you start to open up the map. And I found this mm -hmm. one and it had all these guys on there and there's these things, objectives I need to uh, do inside there. But everybody was like way stronger than me. They were like two levels above me. I was like, all right, I'll be back whenever I get a little stronger. I came back like four levels higher. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be able to take down that thing easy. And everybody had leveled up with me. They leveled yes. with you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I, I was like what? what? I was like, wait a minute. But... I hate I that. Wanna, I want to go in. I want to be able to go to places and be like, man, I came back when I was stronger so that I can really wreck shop here. And I don't mind if there's mm -hmm. like one or two people that are my same level. But if I go there and everybody was level seven, now I'm yeah. a 12 and they're like, oh, guess what? We're 12s too. That just kind of, yeah. that's a bit I'm of a bummer. They've been either. in the gym. They just went to yeah. the gym. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. But, but that happened in uh, Witcher 3, too, didn't Oh, wait, Chris, you didn't play that, did you? No, yeah, I didn't play The Witcher. Yeah, because I'm almost positive as you leveled, I mean, they, your enemies leveled, too, not, not to the same amount that you did, but mm -hmm. it was close. And they just wanted to keep it even. Um, I, I've never really had a problem with it, but as, I think for me, that's when you focus on, okay, what weapons do I have or what, uh, what additional possible add-ons that I have to give me just a little bit more of an edge so I can yeah. try and beat these people. But yeah, I'm with you. I, it could be, it can be very frustrating, especially with you, when you have to go back and mm -hmm. you know, you're progressing in one area and then you're like, oh man, well I can go back and do that. But if you don't want to do and it, I, I would totally say get it. that that particular outpost that I'm talking about, the first time I went there, I tried it anyway. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this because there are a few mm -hmm. guys that are my level, but I just didn't quite understand how to get around the outpost without being noticed. So eventually I ended up having seven guys come after me. Now mm. I feel like I know the routes to go and how to get to take them out one by one by one and still not get seen. So I can whittle them down and then take on like maybe two guys that are a level yeah. or two above me. And that's a little bit easier to take on. But at the beginning, when I came to that outpost, I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to come back here when I'm stronger because this is just not doable. And so when I saw I came back and it was the, they were higher, they had re-leveled with me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to beat the stupid outpost. Of course, now I kind of know what to do. I've, I've got some more abilities and everything like that. My gear's a little bit stronger. So it's not like the end of the world at all, but I was just, I was so excited mm -hmm. when I was like, oh yeah, there's that outpost. I'm going to go destroy them. And then I was just kind of, ah, I guess. Because I'm, <laughs> yep. I'm not just <laughs> yep. going to destroy them. I'll have to sneak around and be, be quiet about this. But outside of that, I'm really enjoying it. And that's, that's, uh, I think that's the only thing that I've been pretty much playing. Yeah, outside of the, you know, dabbling a bit more with the Overwatch, so. And then going forward the rest of the week, that's my plan, is just play more more AC and more Overwatch, so. Nice. That's yep. perfect. Edward. Yes, sir. What about you, man? Sarah's home, you guys. That's right, hey! she's home. <laughs> a bachelor no more. A bachelor <laughs> no more, yeah. Change that yes. toilet paper roll, sir. Yeah, yeah. there goes, <laughs> there right. goes stock up on TP, baby. Here we go. That's, That's right. right. Sweep up that Dorito dust. <laughs> That's right. Mama's back. Yeah, exactly. These boxes better be gone. Exactly. <laughs>
But uh, yeah, Sarah got in uh, Sunday afternoon, and it's just been great having her back again. That was a great yeah, picture you guys put up. Yeah, on, yeah. Or wherever yeah, it was, was when I saw it. I was like, look at those two guys. Get right. out of here. Right. We need Sadie They're in that picture. in love, yeah. right? Catching up on our SNL together. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's just been nice having her back and kind of getting into a into a routine and and what have you. So it's been awesome. Uh, she had a great time while she was gone. Uh, but yeah, she's definitely whenever she takes these long trips, she goes in thinking this is going to be great, and she comes back and she's like, "Why was it that long?" <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I was like, "You and me both, baby. You and me both." Um, uh, let's see. Saturday before she came home, the Tapmans came over and uh, had a little game night. Nathan played a little more Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hadn't played in a month, and he struggled for a month <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> trying to get the controls back down. <laughs> I know that's right. Uh, and um, while we were we were playing a little bit of Trials co op, and at one point he said, "Why did we never play?" the first Borderlands all the way through, because I had seen that they were releasing Ooh. Borderlands 2 in VR. Yes. Uh, and uh, and really stoked about that and was telling him about that. And he said, why did we never play the first Borderlands? And I said, oh, because every time we would play, it wouldn't save, uh, because he would have to sign in as a guest. It wouldn't save his information. Uh, and so we'd always have to start from the beginning. And he said, you know, one of these days, I've got some vacation days. We should just play it until we beat it. Mm. And... Uh, his wife was like, what was that? <laughs> Vacation day for what? So that may or may not happen. Yeah, pretty sure, <laughs> I know that's pretty right. Pretty sure that ain't happening. <laughs> but it was a good time. Um, that sounds like they need to get two cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, played, I was, I'll I was drive happy. separate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our house is only a 20 minute walk. <laughs> that goes right. Not going to get away about good time. That's right. <laughs> vacation day. <laughs> you take a vacation from everything. That's right. right. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Uh, it, was, it was fun hopping into Overwatch this week. Got to play with uh, Gabe and Chris yeah. uh, at the same time, even. I know. And, uh, that was always fun. Oh, man. And I, I want to note. One of these days. It, not because I'm any good at Overwatch, number one. I'm not that good. Yes. But you guys did say you were losing all night. Yes. Until your we boy were. showed up. We started. I, it's just the power of friendship. That's right. Sheldor <laughs> showed up and the tables turned. That's right. Bad Gamer Elite <laughs> showed up. Right. Yep. That is the exact opposite of chilling what happens out, when I show up. Chilling outside the point. Exactly. Yeah. Little spawn camping, little hitting people so hard they disintegrate. <laughs> yeah, he was ha- handling with that sniper rifle. <laughs> um, but yeah, played a little more uh, Forza uh, Horizon Four, and by playing a little more, checking in a couple times a day to get my influence points that I've been farming. Watching that website, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's so funny. Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, go- still going through that, still taking my time. Like Chris said, this week I found myself frustrated with the game. When I would go back, and I also this week found things leveling up with me, and just like, oh, come on, I don't mind. Like in the beginning, things get are easy, and you gradually get harder. But I want to kind of go back and like, I'm gonna go back to that easy part I couldn't do before, and now I'll really be good. And oh wait, you were four, now you're a thirteen as well. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So yeah, it was a little. I feel your pain on that one, Chris. Yeah. Um, and it was a little frustrating for me, just because. 
you know, I've been streaming it and I don't know if it's a Twitch thing or an Xbox thing, but neither company will change it. But the there's a streaming bar that shows up on my screen. It doesn't go up on the feed that has like how long you've been streaming, the number of people watching, what have you. And it's just long enough and 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 wide enough that it exactly covers up my health and stamina bar. Oh, what? No. And wow. so the entire time especially if I'm fighting a really tough uh, villain no or a bunch of villains, I have no idea what my health is. Mm. And they do have that a thing weird. that kind of, like this. your screen gets like red around the edges when you're getting hurt a lot. But at the same mm -hmm. time, I don't know how hurt I am. And I've been all over the internet and it's just like, nope, it's just always there. And mm. so that's, and, and, you know, and, and uh, that's the first time I've encountered it where it really... Uh, affected my gameplay and just kind of like, oh, I'm just frustrated with this game and I have to remember it's not the game. It's either Twitch or Xbox. I'm not sure which one it is. Huh. But um yeah, well, it's either the Twitch app. Do you ever or, see that bar? Because I haven't done it in forever, but do you ever see that bar when you stream to Twitch from the PlayStation? Um on the PlayStation, the only time anything shows up is if someone signs in or if someone leaves a comment, it pops up in the upper right corner for a couple seconds and then it goes away. Then hmm. yeah, I, I would assume that's something set up on the Xbox side, the way that it streams front because you're doing it from the console, right? Isn't right, you see that? right. Maybe it's just some weird status bar, so they're like, "Oh, this is so you know your bandwidth is still good," or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know um, what it is, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a. It was a little frustrating <laughs> this week. Uh, I had to fight. I had to kill a couple sharks. And oh, oh yeah, buddy! You know, shark week for Ed. I I had this mission. I got this one early on. There was one of those shark ones, and I swam out to the area, and I just totally got the thing I needed and left. And the sharks never even saw me. I didn't have to touch them. Yeah, see, I feel like that would happen with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was hilarious. so shocked. I finally got a spear. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna poke some sharks, and then I never had to do anything. See, poke and this sharks. mission, it was to kill two sharks. Oh, wow. and so I oh, wasted. Boy. Maybe a thousand arrows just shooting from the shore, and I killed them both. But it oh, that's nice. amazing. That is so funny. That's good, man. That, that's a problem. I know. Mm -hmm. uh, he can't even I get in it. the water. He's got to shoot from the shore. I hate it. I was so oh, nervous when I decided great. I was going to do the mission. The whole time, I'm like, okay, well, maybe we'll uh, pass something on the way there that we can do. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> maybe i'll come across a harpooning vessel that's right that's right uh yesterday lego dc villains came out mm -hmm. yeah buddy and oh my gosh i always i mean i love the lego games and i always gush about them but this is amazing it is just it's so much fun playing as villains yeah and especially after coming from the spider-man where you're helping out the cops and what have you <laughs> yeah. the fact that you are beating up cops <laughs> lego cops lego cops yeah it's yeah. not it's as like, serious there's nightwing and and uh batgirl let's get them you know? <laughs> <laughs> so great it's so much fun <laughs> that's funny that's great uh, the storyline is really really good it's a really nice premise they have and um they share with us what it is a little bit uh basically the justice league is kidnapped and taken away to some uh taken away somewhere we don't even know where and they're replaced with what is it the justice it's not department but it's kind of like the bizarro world of the justice league <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. so it's like ultraman uh the sea king um 
Supergirl, not Supergirl. It's but it's like the opposite of Wonder Woman. Mm. Uh, Batman's opposite is Owl Man. Uh, oh my like gosh! Fast Jeez. Steve or something instead of the Flash. It's just really, oh, it's really funny. well done. That's and great. It, it's really cool because of course they they always have great voice actors. But the fact that they have Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as Batman and the Joker. They are really. Oh, wow. Yes. And like they went crazy. and got the guys. They went and got the guys. So it's crazy hearing like the serious Batman and Joker in like Lego form. It's right. pretty jaunting. It's, but it's so much fun. Oh my god! I think gosh. I'd rather have the Zach Galifianakis Joker versus <laughs> the Mark Hamill Joker if that was the case. It's so fun. Oh man, they did such a good job with it. And uh, so cool. It's so, so crazy. Cool. I, I, we've talked about this before, I think. But when we talked to Troy and he talked about doing the Joker, he was mm -hmm. saying how hard it was to keep up with Mark Hamill because Mark Hamill's voice is already kind of high. And so mm -hmm. for him to do that laugh and, and do... The Joker, he said, it's no problem for Mark Hamill. But Troy Baker said he could only do it for like two hours a session. He was wow. like, I can do it for two hours, then I have to stop because it just would tear up his voice so much right. to have that cackle and that all that, you know, sure, junk in his right. voice that high. And so listening to it now, after talking to Troy, you're like, yeah, I can see that because mm -hmm. Mark kills yes. that thing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, it's been such a good time. Sarah and I have been playing it uh, off stream, and then I've been playing it on on the stream, just uh, just solo, and it's just been so much fun. So that's that awesome. Is definitely if you had any, uh, it's the first Lego game I've played where people would comment and say, and after watching it, saying, "I need to get this game." Uh, wow, so it's been really cool to see. And then yesterday, Jackbox Party Pack Five yes! dropped. Oh, hey, I want to know all about it. Okay. I was so mad that I couldn't play last night. I saw the email and I was like, no, of course. I'm the one who's always asking for Jackbox, not on Friday. Here it is yeah. on a Tuesday. Right. And I can't play. Okay. We'll start with, you don't know Jack. All right. Okay. And they have. Exactly. There were two games on You Don't Know Jack that did not really translate well to online streaming. It was the Dissertats and the Final Jack Attacks, just because the lag yes, killed that's right. uh, oh, I those, believe it. those two things. Mm. And they have come up with a workaround that is incredible. They do such a good job. The um, heck and with those guys. Uh, they do. Mm. It's just, they, they tweaked it just enough where it's just, it's perfect. And it's, it's, it's what so is it much, now it's, since it's not time based? Um, what they do is they send to everyone's devices maybe like uh, fruits that grow on a tree, and they send the topic to everyone's device as well as like twelve options, and you have to pick the ones that match the category. Uh, not oh, all of wow. them do, right? Uh, like watermelon, so, right? Right? Mm. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that. Uh, the, 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 the question and the answers are all on your device. That makes it nice. Got and, you. And the okay. Dissertats are kind of the same way as well. So they do a great job with that. Um, the, uh, there was one game I didn't play just because it's not one that you can play online because of the lag. So that's the only one I forget even offhand what it's called, but that's the only one we didn't play. Uh, there's one called patently stupid, mm -hmm. uh, where, hmm. uh, you everyone submits a problem and then other people submit a solution and uh like it was 
uh, last night. My uh, my problem is I think blank is too cold, and someone had written in ice. So we all had to come up with a solution for ice being too cold, and you have to draw a diagram. Oh, and, and, awesome! And, and it was just, and then you present. Uh, you know, uh, you can either have them present it for you, or you can do it yourself, which is where it would help to have people in party chat or in person because you can talk yourself. And just kind of like, well, you know, this is a mini bake oven for ice and it looks like this and, you know, that kind of a thing. And oh, I got you. That one's a lot of fun. Um, uh, what was the, I, I was trying to save the, my favorite one for last. Oh, man. Uh, well, my favorite one was called uh, I don't even remember what it's called. It's basically a rap battle. Oh, <laughs> it is come on. Amazing. Jeez. Oh, it is. Basically, it's uh, everyone has a robot that raps for you. Whatever rap you write, the robot actually says. Oh my gosh! Yes. And, and they pit you against another player, and they'll say it's kind of like Mad Libs. Well, well, they'll they'll say, "Give me a noun, uh, proper name, name of, uh, of a place." Mm-hmm. And so I put in Chicago, and that's right. Okay, now uh, he, they uh, make a line with. I'm the greatest in Chicago. And then you have to write the second uh, line that rhymes with that. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. And so you have basically four lines that you will rap battle against another player who has four lines and different prompts. And mm. it is so much fun. Uh, it was such a good time oh, playing that. It. And I, the whole time I'm like, I can't wait to play this with people. I know I was playing it pretty much yeah. with people that were strangers last night uh, and was looking forward to that. Oh, and the final game is called Split the Room, and it's basically, uh, it said, um, would you rather have the power of every time you sneeze, bees come out your nose, or blank, (laughs) and you have to write an answer that you think will split the votes of people. Oh, wow. Oh, so you can't make it too good, like, fly, because then everybody chooses fly over exactly. bees coming out Exactly. Your so someone was like, oh, when you cough, flies come out, or something like that. Oh, so okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's one of those games that it's easy to understand, but it's really tough to figure out how to approach it, and uh, it's really clever. So, man, Jackbox nailed it again. So that shouldn't be like two times a week, you don't think? Like, Jackbox? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm so it's going to be a few times a week this week. I'm telling yes. you that right now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so Good. excited. So, yes, that's uh, that was my week. Good week. Oh, That's awesome. That does sound like a good week. I, Sarah came home and Jackbox came out. Now, did right. we know Jackbox was coming out this week? Because I feel oh, like yeah. I did. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I knew Ed knew. <laughs> I just hadn't seen it anywhere that, like, I knew yeah, that I it was coming, either. but I didn't know what date it was coming. Oh, okay, right, right. And so it dropped on a Tuesday, not a Friday. Yeah. Mm, like the old days. If you, I, I was going to yeah, say, like I, the good old days. I can't figure out still what the release day is, if it's Tuesday <laughs> or Friday. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, we're it's so funny because there's a couple that are still out on coming out on Tuesdays, like uh, Lego DC Supervillains came out on the 16th. And like mm-hmm. you would think it would, that's kind of a bigger game. You think that would yeah. come out on a Friday. It's all kinds of messed up. I'll, ne- I'll never understand it. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled that you're loving that, though, Ed. That's so awesome. So much fun. Can't wait to yes. play it. All right, Mr. Patilla, what you got? Oh, man. Uh, it's been a full week, I think, since I got home uh, off the road. Um, by the way, Edward. Yes? My hat 
comes off to you and I oh. or, or I tip it to you. You guys got to understand what happens when there's technical difficulties or somebody's mic is <laughs> acting up or whatever for the editor. It just makes it so much harder <laughs> to do. <laughs> it's not as easy as like plug, go, just take out the sneezes. Like it's mm-hmm. it makes it so difficult. So I, and I know all about it. So Edward uh, edited the podcast last week and I say thank Woo. you so much. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was on the road driving down the street. And so, um, man, just really grateful that we have this team of guys and that I can pass that to Ed and know that it's not going to sound any different. It's going to sound oh, like thanks, man. a regular show, and uh, and you killed it, man. So thank you so Until much. Until the day comes that I thank have to you. edit this show, then it's going to sound way different. <laughs> yeah. All right, and line up, ever... line up, line up, and everything stays. Hope you didn't say anything controversial. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> and if I ever have to edit, that's when the podcast is over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no musical bumpers. It's just, nope, it just goes straight through. Let's get just... into some questions. Well, from uh, Jared Orr. Yeah, <laughs> it's just an episode of WTF with Mark Marin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just That's repost right. an old one, an old bit of goodie. That's hilarious. That's um, awesome. So yeah, got back home on uh, Friday, and uh, that same night, I got to meet up with Eric Thompson, our captain. Oh, very cool. Extra oh, nice. life. Got to sit with him uh, for a bit. We did the same thing. Went to a cigar bar and just hung out had some smokes, had some drinks. And, uh, you know, it's funny meeting up with Eric because a lot of people, especially in our Discord, know Eric because of Extra Life and how he's helped us out the last two years, I think it's been, mm-hmm. that he's been the captain of Married to the Game's Extra Life. Right. But, but when we get together, we don't even talk about Extra Life. <laughs> like We talk about Extra Life <laughs> for like five minutes, get all the details out of the way, make sure that everything's lined up the way it's supposed to be. You know, that we like the ideas that we're presenting and, you know, I'll be sending these guys texts at the same time. And um, and then the rest of the time, man, we just talk about life. We talk about mm. faith. And it's like just uh, he is so great to just sit down and talk life with because uh, nice. I think because he means it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially yeah, when we talk about faith and things like that and diving deep into, you know. And so everybody else is really funny because we're like. We're in the cigar bar and we're just surrounded by like yelling and laughing. And we're over in the corner like, I know, right? And if you really think about it, you know what I'm saying? We're over there going (laughs) deep. And so uh, I always enjoy our time. So uh, we had one last um, new release um, event with Toby. So I went straight from the Top Golf in Nashville uh, Mm. straight over to the cigar bar. I forget what it was called, but it was was awesome. And, uh, And sat and talked for, you know, maybe an hour and a half to two hours or something like that before I was... I had to call it. I was so exhausted because we just got home that day um, from off the road. But yeah, that was a great time. Last night was the Gospel Music Association's Dove Awards. And so that's like the Christian Grammys kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was great. My mom is the president of GMA. And so she actually throws the Dove Awards. So um, it's one of those things like I think I would still go to, but probably not every year, like when we don't perform. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. because she throws them, I I go even on the years that we're not performing, and it was really great. And so, um, did you perform? No, nice. And, no, they and did so, last year. Yeah, and so we just got to sit and enjoy it, and me and the wife went. And so you know, and as parents, you know, any night that you can kind of get a babysitter and head out is is nice. And mm-hmm. so uh, we watched um, for King and Country open the show, 
and oh, wow. uh, Lauren Daigle closed the show. And she was awesome. Tori Kelly was there. She sang. Oh, nice. Um, she was incredible. Rascal Flatts was there. They sang uh, with Jason Crabb. So, I, you know, I'm not a huge country fan, so I don't really remember Rascal Flatts that much. That yeah. Joker could sing. Lord yes, have yeah. mercy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not the tone of voice I'd be drawn to just because it's a little narrow and, and, it's, uh, and it's you know, it's got that. Yeah, it's country. has got that twang on it. But that Joker... You could tell he grew up listening to some R&B because some of those runs he was doing was not country runs. Is that right? Yeah. Nice. And so it was just really cool to see to see the continued growth of the of of uh, the Christian music industry in the sense mm-hmm. to where, you know, Tori showing up and uh, what's that really tall country guy who's got that really, really deep voice? Uh Oh, um, he wore, where's the cowboy Josh. hat? No, yeah. no, no, no. Sheldon? Really, Josh. Huh? Wait, where's Sheldon? the cowboy Jesus. hat? I know exactly. it doesn't help. Um, but he, <laughs> Trace he, Atkins. Trace Atkins. There you go. Wow. That guy's voice. Lord have mercy. He came out and presented. And I was like, I shouldn't do VO anymore. I'm probably going to quit. Because yeah, that, boy, <laughs> that boy's voice is deep. That thing is in the basement. Yep. Um, so he was there and presented an award. So it was just kind of like cool to be there. It's cool for my mom. It's cool to go support. And, you know, after, you know, words and seeing her and being like, you did it again. You know, she's like, it's over. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. You know? So mm-hmm. it's just like another good year of, of it going by. Um, as far as gaming, uh, I've been playing that, uh, black ops four. Ooh, nice. Ooh, that's right. You're our token and, black ops guy. <laughs> that came out very weird. I apologize. Yeah, I, that's amazing. <laughs> I should have just stopped it. You're our token black. <laughs> <laughs> wow token black ops oh that's funny. that's really funny uh, how that worked even out. in hawaii i'm still yeah. racist it's great i know you can oh, take geez. the man out of the south but you can't take the south out of the man um so we uh oh, i've been so playing funny. that it's really great i'm waiting for kind of like all my boys to get it now because uh mm-hmm. doing and me and chris have talked about this before doing the battle royale it's finally what I've been waiting for out of a battle royale. Like every nice, time I play nice. one, I just want one to play like Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I could play this. Then it felt like Call of Duty. And so there's a lot. Anytime I feel like you're going from, especially you know, the last one was World War II, and and this one's Black Ops, so it's modern, but it's not like the future stuff. So there's not mm-hmm. like a bunch of bunch to do, but it still always takes some getting used to as far as like knowing all the things you're using and what the right. you know perks are and the score streaks and the guns and stuff like that. So, um, but it's really fun and it feels like it doesn't feel as, f- so I've been getting slaughtered in blackout. That's what their battle Royale is called. Sure. But even when I'm getting beat, it doesn't feel like it's not attainable, like a win. You know what I'm saying? It feels like, mm-hmm. Oh no, I could, I just need to get this under my fingers a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. But because it's Black Ops, your walking is real, like, loud, it feels like. So it's like, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. You're like, mm. ah, geez. We're like in H1 or in Fortnite. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like running around. And if somebody's in a building above you, then you might hear them. This one's like, if you're in a building and somebody's coming outside, you're like, you can hear them coming. So I'm always looking for that, like, how do I take off my shoes? Because you can take off your shoes in H1. It'd be a little quieter in the PC version. Oh, that's funny. Um, but really enjoying it. Looks great. 
and, and stuff like that. And you don't like mind that. like no campaign or anything? Because I know you used to love the Black Ops campaigns. You too. know what? I, of course, I kind of still wish there was one there and I would probably play it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I've noticed that when I got done with the campaign, World War II, which I did really, really late. Um, World War II, all I really did was the multiplayer. Yeah, you did jump on uh, that quite a bit. Yeah, wow. just for playing with Sammy and Ryan and uh, Dustin, some of the guys on the road. Like I, we mm. o- I only did that, and I, I, I think I played the campaign like in the last three months or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Nice. I wow. posted it on the Twitter at some point of the credits because I beat it. But all I really did was the multiplayer. So I guess this is not going to feel too too different. You just don't have that option. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, feels good, looks good. You know, and it's kind of it's weird what Chris was saying about Assassin's Creed, because I um, just seeing a little Assassin's Creed, you do sometimes feel like when things are cross platform, it lacks a little bit of the sheen that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that a single console game, but -hmm. not Call of Duty. I feel Mm -hmm. like that game just looks good wherever you play it at. Yeah. And so but they've dialed that in over years and years and years as well. But um, it just, yeah, feels good. Looks right. There's. There's a couple things like a grappling hook that can kind of send you flying or I think there's like a little jet pack that lets you like jump a little bigger. It's not like you can fly, but I think it's more like a a long leap or something like that. I'm not sure. I haven't uncovered mm-hmm. everything, but feels right, man. Loving it. So, um, yeah, this last week has just been going, going, man, back in the swing of things, school and being a dad. And we've got rehearsals coming up next week and then we go out on the road in November. So about to crank nice. it back up. Dang, man, it's going to be here before you know it, too. I know. And then we just roll into, you know, we go out right after Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas. And so uh, every year I say this, I want to try to take it slow. But when you're on and when you're in tour mode, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, nice. really liking the elements. Toby's new CD that came out. So i uh, been listening nice. to that. Obviously, I've been listening because I have to learn the songs. But uh, yeah. also, <laughs> that would help. Also to support and, uh, you know, he's a mainstay in our industry. So it's always good to hear what he does um, he, against what everybody else does. He's good reviews too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. He yep. usually does. So that's, so awesome. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. One him. of my buddies called me yesterday. He was like, so I guess you're not retiring anytime soon. There and you I go. was like, nice. I know, right? <laughs> he hasn't done that just phone it in album yet to where you're like, oh, okay. He wasn't even really trying. So <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. Router. Yes, sir. From Hawaii, you got this thing? Aloha. (laughs) Well, let's do it. As our boy Ed said, Lego DC Super Villains for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Star- Starlink Battle for Atlas for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. The Hunter Call of the Wild 2019 for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Warriors Orochi 4 for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Mm-hmm. Val- Valkyria Chronicles for the Switch. Heavy Fire Red Shadow for the PC, PS4, PSVR, and Xbox One. We got some DLC for For Honor, Marching Fire. That's for the PC, PS4, Xbox One. That's one of those games where I've always wanted to try it and just never did. But there's yeah, don't do like, it. There's like, yeah, okay, great. Never mind. It's on Game Pass. No, nope, don't have it. 
Oh, I well. did sign up for Game Pass this last weekend. Hey, there, there you go. go. There you Play go. everything. Holy crap, what a deal. Nice. Right? That's Jeez awesome. Louise. Uh, okay, NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Siberia 3 for the Switch. The Room for the Switch. Gabe, I remember you played that on uh, the phone, didn't you? The Room? Yeah, on the iPad. iPad, that's right. Yeah, um, that's a, I love those games. Yeah, you love those right. games. But those are the problem games. is, so this is out for the Switch. That uh, Hopefully they roll them out, but there's three yeah. the rooms <laughs> on iOS. Yeah. So it feels like a little late to the party. Time to catch up, Nintendo. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, I mean, that's kind of, you know, happening a bunch lately for them. But, yeah. you know, it's okay. Yes. Pad the library, get some stuff there. It's good. Yeah, they're they're definitely. How many times do we see Limbo get re-released? Like Limbo on this, it's like okay, well, <laughs> no. I mean, guess it needs on to be everywhere. For the Switch, yeah, on the yeah. TI eight hundred, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm. I say Switch a lot for the past couple of weeks. I think they're just really trying to get their library up and running. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll continue the trend. Moto Racer four for the Switch. Uh, <laughs> New on the Switch calculator yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, snake dark, for the switch here's one dark souls remastered for the switch oh Dang. there you go tied together for the switch uh the dark souls trilogy for the ps4 and xbox one as well and soul caliber 6 for the pc ps4 and xbox one man i used uh, to love soul Calibur. there you go there you go we Woo. had n- no oops and uh, we will have npd for september next week because every th- all the reporting is in for this week and now they're just putting it all together and so we'll have um our sales for september for next week which i'm very excited for there you go it for me back to you chris mccracken okay over the weekend uh i started seeing on twitter i don't know if you guys saw this but just various people were saying like hey i'm i'm hearing that if you get this certain message on your playstation and then you Mm -hmm. open it it can Mm -hmm. brick your console and yep. I saw I saw one person tweet like, hey, this happened to a buddy of mine. And then I feel like I saw it again. And then I ended up seeing it like four or five different times throughout right. you know, Saturday and Sunday. And then uh, PlayStation came out and actually edged the it was the PlayStation UK account. They came out and made a statement and they said um, we've they basically acknowledged the issue and said that we've since fixed the issue. It wasn't bricking consoles, just sending them into a crash loop. They can be yes. fixed quickly within five minutes. Their solution is. Hmm or their solution was for you to handle on your side anyways, was to delete the message that was sent to you via the PS mobile app, which is not that bad. Then go into safe mode, use option five and reboot the console as, as normal. Um, I didn't get this. And another kind of quick fix that people were saying were like, Hey, cause one thing that you can do in PlayStation network, and I'm sure you can do it on Xbox and most other systems as well is you can set your messages to where you can only receive messages from friends. Cause more uh. likely your buddy's not going to intentionally send you something that crashes your console. Um, but they said that they've issued a fix, and I have not seen or any kind of firmware update. So I'm assuming that that kind of means that maybe this was the something they were able to fix on like server side. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. really know. Unless there's, I don't know if like for little tiny updates, maybe they can just push them to your console if you leave it like in rest mode and it just updates in the background. It's not something you have to initiate like a big system one. Maybe something like that is a thing that has happened. But basically, Sony's just saying, hey, this is taken care of now. And you don't really have to worry about it. And it's it's good to know that it wasn't actually bricking it. It was just putting in this weird crash loop. Not that you you necessarily know any differences. You just know when you try to boot it up, the thing doesn't do anything. Or it just well, goes some people in there too and crash felt it. like they it was quote unquote bricking it. Which number one, <laughs> bricking it is a really tall task. Like that's yeah. that's when your console, 
you have to throw it in the trash. That's mm-hmm. what right. bricking is. Um, yes. But some people were having to do a system reset mm-hmm. to where they had to go back to the default settings and you know erase everything and stuff like that. So I think that's why that's I think that's how that bricking thing kind of got out there because it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't brick. But some people didn't know how to get out of that loop, which yes. made which made you feel like it was bricked for sure. Yeah, right. so early on, like you were saying, there were people that that's how they were getting around. It was completely resetting their system of factory settings. And it turns out that that was you didn't necessarily have to go to that step if you just went through like your PS mobile app and and deleted the message there. But of course, a lot of people early on when it was happening didn't understand what the heck was even happening. They just knew like all of a sudden my console shutting off and then I can't ever boot. It, it starts to boot up and then stops again. You know, you, mm-hmm. they don't really know what's going on. So. Luckily, it seems like this is all taken care of and not an issue anymore. It's still a little bit weird that just by opening a message you could that has some weird character yeah, in it yeah, or something it that it could jack something up. But you know, yeah, I've only seen, weird. I've only seen one screenshot of the messages, and I've heard that them coming in a lot of different forms. But mm-hmm. I heard one guy was saying that it was just a bunch of smiley faces, and next mm-hmm. thing he knows, his computer, his PlayStation is going on a loop. And then I saw one that was like three hearts. And so I don't know what geniuses figured what out, but that's tough, man, man yeah. to send somebody yeah. into a crash loop from a message. Yeah, that yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I have no, I've tried to look around and see like what it was. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it either. That's at least but, a silver trophy for them. <laughs> at least. <laughs> right. At least. Jeez. So it's just, that's, you know, people are crazy and, you know, sometimes yeah. you use your craziness for good, sometimes you use it for bad. Um, but man, oh man, I don't even know how you, f- yeah, that's impressive. Figure that out. That yeah. I don't impressive. either. So, but I'm glad that they're, they're getting, they got that fixed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, discord has officially launched their, uh, Whoop. game store. And so, oh. uh, we know that it, we talked about it a few months ago about them talking about launching a store that would take on steam and they opened it up to in Canada first and. Um, now they've got 22 titles on there, including five mm. titles that are labeled first on Discord. So mm-hmm. that's kind of wow. cool. Exclusive, yeah, so, exclusive. Yeah, exactly. So they're coming out the gate swinging. Um, and so we talked about back then how they're already implementing kind of when somebody was playing something, you could see what they were playing and stuff like that. So uh, mm-hmm. you guys know we use Discord attached to our Patreon. And and so um, and obviously loving the conversations that are happening over there, but it's really cool to see this little communication app kind of grow into what it is. You know, us that are in our thirties and older, we've gotten to see so many companies come from, you know, Google was just a search website Mm -hmm. at one point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amazon was just a book company at one point. And so to see these companies grow and, and dream and cast vision, um, you know, just like kind of like YouTube and, you know, we've gotten to see so many things be birthed and become these ginormous companies. And so it's really cool. And so I'm hoping for the best for Discord. I don't know if I'll use it because I'm not a huge PC guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And usually uh, I'll just, I mean, I just know Steam. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I just go with what I know. Um, right. I, that's right. going to be one of their big challenges anyway because people are so used to th- whichever they want to go to. And so to try mm-hmm. and introduce them into something new like this, like they could, yeah, it's but the thing I think is, yeah. The thing I think is smart about what they did was they, 
started out by offering a service that people wanted. And so mm. they gave a people gave a way for people to communicate outside the, the, of the game that they were in mm-hmm. um, so that people that could voice chat with Nintendo games and voice chat with other games that didn't have voice chat built in. And so they kind of amassed this uh, group of people from being a communication app. And then you get a bunch of people and then you launch this thing and then you've already got a huge user base that you can kind of launch with. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they mm-hmm. also tied this game store as well. So they had a service that was called um, Discord did called Nitro. It's something you can subscribe to. And my understanding is the original or, or Nitro Classic, as they're calling it now, was just like it gave you some enhanced chat perks. Like I think you had some exclusive emotes and some different things like that that you could utilize throughout um, all the different Discord servers that you're a part of. But mm-hmm. this new store that they're opening up, they're also tying that to Nitro. So you can just use the stores like, hey, I want to buy this game. I want to buy that game and play it here or whatever. But you can also subscribe to Nitro, this new version of it, for like I think it's $10 a month or $100 for a year. And you just get access to the games library. You can play everything that's on it. And as it grows, kind of like Game Pass in a way, you just mm-hmm. play, you have access mm-hmm. to all the different games. So tying it to that as well is a bit of a differentiator because my understanding is steam doesn't have anything like that at all do they where you can just pay a subscription fee and you have access to any game that you want yeah i don't think so their library yeah, so i think is on so pc side i think that's outside of like you know ea access or the ones where it's specific to that developer or that publisher i don't think there's anything like that that mimics a game pass functionality um on the pc side well i guess technically game pass is that as well for microsoft games because all of their stuff applies over there as well. So maybe it's more of a competitor to that, but that was another thing that was pretty cool as well. There you go. What else you got, Chris? Uh, something else that I have is not the Discord story, because that one's been done. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. <laughs> uh, so Fallout 76 is currently ah. being uh, stress-tested on the Xbox One side, um, and it's something where it's open. I don't know that it's open to anybody in the Xbox Live Insiders, uh, kind of their pre-production or their pre-scheduled, uh, where you can go in there and test things out before it becomes like firmwares and different things for the Xbox. Right now, Xbox Live insiders have access to the stress test beta as well as people who have pre-ordered. My understanding is only on the Xbox side. Um, However, a lot of people that are doing it just kind of because these days, a lot of times if a beta comes out or something, many of the developers have been like, hey, and you can stream this or you can share video clips of this and whatnot. Um, But this is not one of those. Now, there is Mm going to be an open beta for Fallout 76 before the game actually launches that's going to end up being on all platforms at some point in time. And during that beta you're allowed to stream it or show gameplay of it and all those different kinds of things. But right now oh, nice. in this stress test, you are not allowed to. And people are finding that out because people started streaming it on Twitch and started having their accounts suspended <laughs> oh, on Twitch. Oh gosh. And then other people were like uploading clips to Twitter and getting their Twitter accounts suspended oh, and then their brother. Xbox live accounts suspended and <laughs> all these different things. Lord have mercy. So people out there, it's very obvious that they are not familiar with NDAs and they do not read what an NDA actually says. And I don't know how, I'm not part of the program. So I don't know if it's, is it just like, you know, we all do. We, you buy a thing and then you see this little terms of service page, you just scroll, 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 scroll and accept. And then you mm-hmm. just go, you don't really read anything that's going on there. And it does seem like um, some of the Twitter suspensions are just, they're temporary. Like, it's almost like it's automatic and then they're getting hmm. let go. I'm not sure on the Twitch side, but the Xbox Live account suspensions seem like they're holding up and most of them are tied until about January 1st. So mm-hmm. when the game actually comes out and Fallout 76 is only an online game, they're going to be suspended. <laughs> not be able to play Fallout 76 until January wow. or whenever their suspension is lifted, depending on, I guess, however 
much of an offense that they they did. So make sure that if you get involved in any of these betas, especially if it says closed beta at any point in time, there's probably rules and regulations saying, hey, you're not supposed to be sharing anything about this, not even talking about it, really, technically speaking. You're just supposed to just, oh, yeah. sometimes you can't even say that you're in it. You know, that's how tight some oh, of them get. So oh, you wow. just got to you gotta pay attention to whatever those terms of service say or any kind of thing that says like NDA or non-disclosure agreement. Be sure and read what that says before you just go telling all your buddies on Twitter like, hey, guess mm. what? I did this. Here's a screenshot of this crazy thing that happened because you might regret it. That's right. That's right. Have you guys ever heard of the mushroom rally? Uh, nope. Sounds like a uh, Mario Kart kind of thing or something. It is but a Mario Kart kind of thing. Um, there's a company out of Australia, I think, that's actually coming to the States and they're working this thing called the Mushroom Rally across the country. It's coming to Houston next year in March and they set up a track. They give everybody outfits and it's all Mar super. Uh, it's all Mario Kart themed, and you get to race around these carts and stuff like that, which doesn't sound that different than just regular kart racing. But they actually have prizes, they have winners, and then um, I think next summer they have all the winners come to Vegas, and then you do like a final race, and then win a big prize. And so wow. I was like, that's a nice way to bring Mario Kart to the real world, and. Uh, and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh, I would do that. I think I love getting in a go-kart and racing around and it'd be fun to dress up and be Princess Peach as you uh, blow past your friends. Mm -hmm. Love <laughs> yeah, it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> make, make that happen. I, I don't know if you could, yeah, I don't know if you could throw any turtle shells or anything like that, but other than that. You just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You just make them like out of paper mache and just start throwing them. <laughs> just throw a <laughs> tennis exactly. ball. Cause that'd be pretty morbid if people throwing actual turtle shells. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. What else you got, Chris? <laughs> uh, the last thing that I have is um, being that it is breast cancer awareness month. And if you guys remember a few months back, I don't, I think it may have been around May or something like that, but Blizzard had released that pink mercy skin that you could actually purchase with real money. It was the only time oh, yeah. up until now that they've actually re uh, released a skin that you could pay money for. Uh, and they kind of announced how much that they raised from that event or that from that uh, piece of material that they were selling. And they earned $12.7 million. Oh, and every single bit what? of that. Awesome. That's amazing. Every single bit of that was being donated directly to charity. And they, they donated it to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. And it represents the Breast Cancer Research Foundation's largest single corporate partner donation ever. No way. Yeah. So I just thought it made total sense for them to kind of divulge like how much they were able to earn from everybody coming together during breast cancer awareness month it's a little bit strange to me i remember when they did it i was like huh i wonder why they're not holding this off until october but you know what i mean whenever they do it is fine as long as they can raise this amount of money or any amount of money really for such a good cause so kudos to blizzard man yeah that's amazing and i would assume that this means they'll find other things to sell because i have no problem paying for a skin when i know it's going to go to charity and go to something that is you know, totally worthy of the, the extra, you know, the five bucks or whatever it was I paid for that mercy skin. I would totally do that. I don't want to happen all the time because I can't afford all the skins, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm totally down for them doing this every, you know, at once a quarter or something. Maybe. How much was the skin? I, I want to say it was, it, I feel like $5 what it was, but that feels a little high to me. I, it's probably somewhere between three to $5 if I had to guess. I don't really remember for sure. That's Dude, to raise twelve million dollars, three dollars at a time. Heck yeah, yeah. It was not. It was not expensive at all. That's incredible. I if I can look it up, 
And and that was the first skin that you could ever purchase? Yeah. So all the skins that they've done since or pretty much since the game started was they'd be tied to events or whatever. And you could buy loot boxes, which then, right. you know, gave you a shot at getting the skin. But you've never been that was the first time that you were able to directly purchase the skin that you wanted with real life money. Very cool. They had never wow. done that before. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, it looks uh, like I was way off. It looks like the price of it when it launched was $15. So my bad, oh, wow. I was way off. Oh, wow, $15. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money, but I think when it's going towards something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, um, I remember when it came out, it, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, I didn't even kind of think twice about it. So mm -hmm. that's, I was like, it couldn't have been too much. It's more than I remembered it being. But when it's well, tied to that cause and it's, you know, it makes sense that it looks really good. I mean, Blizzard doesn't make bad looking skins no. for most of these characters. So that doesn't yeah, help. Or that helps well, too. Except for May. Well, yeah, I mean, May doesn't really get it to <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I don't know. What, I'm going to give them one more season and be like, okay, now you guys need to really figure out what you're doing with May because yeah, you guys don't seem to know what you're doing. She gets the worst uncreative skins out of everybody. I always just want to say, yeah. shut up, May. <laughs> the thing is um, is that she's one of the funnest like characters in terms of like her know, lines I and to play around her. with and her little punch like when she punches is this weird cute little yeah and like yeah. almost like she's throwing a, a baseball or something and she punches mm -hmm. but then she just got all these goofy looking skins like well that doesn't look that great i know um yeah. doing quick math 12 million divided by 15 is eight hundred thousand people wow Woo. that's awesome yeah. Good on you, Blizzard. Yeah. Really good on you, Blizzard. That's that's incredible. And that's to say if every dollar went. You know what I'm saying? So it could yeah. be more people if there was, you know, some money tied up in, you know, whatever they call it when, you know, somebody's just gotta do it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um anyway, uh so I tried out, I got into the project stream. Oh yeah. Beta. How'd that go? The, um, so <laughs> it went bad at first. Oh, okay. I was, I was doing it on my laptop and mm -hmm. I don't know if this is for everyone else, but mm -hmm. for my laptop, if I've got too much Chrome going on, Google Chrome, yeah, that thing can be a resource hog. Yes. And m way more than I feel like a browser should be. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tim, Tim knows my pain. I um, know. I can feel you. Yes. And so the first time I did it, I uh, I started it up and I was like, oof, this is rough. Um, you know, it was really delayed, really mm -hmm. pixelated. And so I kind of opened my task manager and everything just to see like kind of where all the power was going. And like everything was going to Chrome and it was like, we can't do it. And yeah, I was right. like, what is going on? Why is Chrome hogging up these much, this much resources? So I restarted my computer, opened task manager, waited for all the little startup things to like chill out, you know, waited for all the, the numbers to kind of level off. And then I tried it again and man, it was pretty good. Yeah. Nice. It was like way better than I thought it was going to be. Um especially because that first test was so janky. Um and so we um I of course it's Assassin's Creed uh Odyssey that they're using. Um you don't have to for this test at least I didn't have to buy the game and they say I have access to it until the 15th of January. So that's a good long time to test it out especially with, you know, 
a quote unquote free game right now with playing Assassin's Creed. Um, and I brought my PlayStation out um, from the shed, my PlayStation controller out and plugged it up USB to my laptop. And, you know, we had talked about controller support last mm-hmm. week or the Hell week yeah. before. And uh, yeah, right when I hit the analog stick, it switches from the keyboard and mouse to the PlayStation controller. And even in the options, like when I'm going to the options and looking at everything, it's got the DualShock 4 laid out there. It's got the touchpad. It tells you where all the buttons are. Yeah, I had heard that 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 if you when you plug in a controller to use with a project stream that it just detects like which one you're doing and gives you the correct prompts. Like if you are the triangle button or the A button or whatever. And that's that's for and that's across the game. So some games that I've played on my PC where I use the controller, it still would have like maybe Xbox controllers, you know, the, the, you know, hit X for this when you knew X wasn't, you know, it's not, Mm -hmm. it meant square, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But on this, it showed you exactly like, even when it was like, you want to skip this cinematic hit circle, you know what I'm saying? So it really did uh, dive into dive into that. So I didn't try it with the Xbox controller um, plugging it in, which I don't know, I guess, yeah, I'll just plug it in the top, but um I did try it with the PlayStation one and man, it, it, it felt like the future. If I can be completely honest, like it looked really good. Nice. It runs its own little test on your internet to see if it's fast enough. It brings up a little prompt when it's, it's, you know, going slow. It's like, Hey, your, you know, gameplay might not be as smooth because your connection is, you know, got a little weak for a second there. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those that haven't played Assassin's Creed and I hadn't, the very first thing is a big battle right after the first cinematic. Mm-hmm. And so you're right into fighting. So I was like, okay, good. This will be nice to see. It's not like I just go right into walking around because that would be harder to tell. So I felt like when I was fighting, I couldn't tell the lag that much. I could tell it in the menus though. So when I'm like, when you've got the cursor up and like you hit, you know, go up to continue or down to options or anything like that, that's where I could feel it the most. But it felt like when I was running around in the game, you know, and Assassin's Creed's not as twitchy as other games. Um, yes. I feel like there can be that slight buffer there where you can still get it done and dodge things. And, you know, enemies are like, I'm going to swing at you. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like uh, if you were playing Call of Duty or something like that or something that's, you know, maybe a puzzle game or, you know, yeah. Guacamelee, it felt like there was some elements there where you were like, you got to be on it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I definitely feel yeah. like Assassin's Creed Odyssey was the right game if you're going to be launching it right now, not only because it's a big name title that a lot of people are interested in. So they, there's that element of like, I, I want to give this a try and you get mm-hmm. to play it for free essentially during this test. But then also knowing that it's not something that's super heavily Twitch based, which again is one of the big knocks against the streaming side is just because by default, the way that the, it works right now, there's going to be some type of input lag in a way, you know, it's just uh-huh. a matter of how small can they get that. So I think right. all those things were definitely helpful for them for getting this going, you know, in the first go round, at least. Yeah, man, I was surprised the first time I started up, like I'm saying, like I was saying, it, it gave me trouble. And that was what I expected. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, OK, this is playing janky. Like, yep, that makes sense. But man, that second time after I restarted my laptop and I haven't tried it out here on my uh, PC in the shed yet. Um, but that second time I was really surprised and the graphics look really good. Like it right when you click play, it goes to full screen, no window. And it's like you bought the game and you're, you're, you're playing it. And you know, the Ubisoft logo comes up. It's just, you know, like the game is. So, um, wow. yeah, it was, uh, I was really, really impressed. I was surprised that second time. I was like, I think I could actually do this. 
Um, I want to get into it a little bit more and get to running around in the world by was doing that Spartan kick right away. Um, <laughs> Who did you play as? No, I didn't even get there. It's just that oh. first battle. I just, oh, did, I just yeah, wanted I got to you. Yeah, yeah, see yeah. how it felt. Because I got in so late last night after the Doves that I was like, uh, well, I got to uh, try this at least so I can speak on it a little bit on the, on the show. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really, I was really impressed. I think, I think they're really on to something. And I, it's the I first time that it. I've... Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, I'm, I want, I'll give it a shot if I end up getting in. I haven't gotten any email saying that I'm getting in. Because I... I've wanted to give so when I lived at the other house, I gave PlayStation Now a try, and I I felt that it worked okay, especially for third party games, first person stuff. It really wasn't quite right, um, and I've thought about giving it another try, but it just feels so odd because like literally my PlayStation is right here next to where my computer is because I don't have a laptop, and it's like I right. just, it's just silly to me to even dabble with it when I just plug this thing yeah. in and just play it right over. there, yeah. yeah. So, but this, because it's only running in the browser, I'm kind of curious to give it a shot if, if I end up getting an invite or whatever. And that's what's crazy is that the way they have it set up is you don't feel like it's running in the browser. Mm-hmm. Huh. You know what I mean? Like when you click play, it's not like it's in the window still. You know what yeah. I mean? And, it's full uh, screen, right? It's full screen. And it's, it's, it was, it was, I, I'm just saying, I'm hesitantly saying like for first impression, it was like seven out of 10. Wow. Um, nice. It was, it was Pretty close. I couldn't believe it. I was like, huh, this is doing it. And then my laptop died. And I was like, okay, well, I need to go to bed anyway. Yeah. That was um, a sign. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I could have I could have saw myself staying up and playing it more and, and getting into it. I, I was just really shocked at the fidelity. I really was. And my internet's good, but it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like some office buildings that I've been in. Or an arena where it's just flying, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, we've gotten some crazy speeds on the road, um, but it was, you know, my internet's not, you know, that banging, but it was still holding up. I, I, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, now that That's I think great. about it, I kind of, I kind of do want to go back and try PlayStation Now as well, just to see if it's any different or better or whatever. Because I, I think, if I remember right, it also can work on, um, on a computer. Now I don't know if they have a Mac client for it, but just like how there's remote play that's available for. For PC and Mac, if you want to stream it that way, I think PlayStation Now. I think there's also an app or some way that you can play it. I don't. I think it's in an application, not in a browser window like Chrome is. But I think there's a way to do it on PC as well, and that might be worth dabbling with again. At some yeah. Point. Just to, especially if I get into the Project Stream thing, just so I can kind of somewhat compare the two. I mean, yep. it won't be apples to apples because I don't think AC Odyssey is not on PlayStation Now, but maybe I can play some other PS4 game that's somewhat similar and just see if there's a you know how they compare to each other. Yeah, so I so my only gripe is obviously that Chrome is a beast for whatever oh, reason. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why it's such a suck on resources. I don't know if it's because you know of maybe the plugins that I have going. You know, and you know maybe I need to turn the plugins yeah. off or whatever. But um, if it wasn't if it was if it wasn't that, then I think that hmm. it would work. It would have worked from Jump Street, right. Chris, what else you got? Uh, I am out. Ooh, Eduardo. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Tell us about it. Well, new over on YouTube, we've got uh, parts seven, eight, and nine of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I think that puts us right around 24 hours of gameplay of that game. Jeez. Ooh, uh, yeah. Nice, buddy. That does include my uh, delusional spell that i had this oh week. that was awesome apparently that was so great 
before Sarah got home, I was playing and I didn't realize I hadn't slept for 48 hours. Oh my wow. gosh, Ed. What is wrong with you, child? Doritos. I was watching Shark Tank. And, <laughs> and the sun would just come and go. <laughs> exactly. And I had gone out to eat with dad and I came home. It was like 830. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to stream all night long. Yes. And like 20 minutes into it, I was like, oh, my eyes are so tired. What's happening? Mm-hmm. And I just, it just got weird. Uh, so It got amazing. Number one, Ed's, I mean, so Ed's really good. And I, I don't know if it's from his radio days or from his improv days or if it's a mix of both. But Ed is really good at talking while he's playing. Like, yeah. And joking around about the world and making up little songs as he's playing on Twitch. <laughs> this one, it's not that it slowed down because it was still him talking. Oh, it just didn't make as much sense as it usually makes. That's awesome. <laughs> it's all kind of coming unglued. Yeah, he, <laughs> That's right. he was he was talking That's about great. thinking about George Clooney and he thought that he had said it out loud. And why would he have said George Clooney? <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> so good. That's I was smiling pretty, the whole time. Like he has no idea where he even is right now. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, that's there. If you want to watch that amazing game. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about uh, falling asleep in it. Like you had before, like you would fall asleep during some stream. Was it during extra life last year? During Extra life last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. <clears throat> yeah. That's there. Uh, there's also uh, about, Five hours of uh, Lego DC supervillains. Oh, nice already. Check that out. Good job. So yeah, yeah. So that's there as well. And uh, yeah, do you guys want to hear a uh, 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 iTunes review? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Let me see if I'm about to have a good day or a bad day. Yeah. (laughs) It's from Surfer Dude Twenty Three. Oh yeah, bro. And the uh, headline is best podcast. Oh, all right. They're talking about us? Says, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's us, yeah. It was like, best podcast, kind of funny. These guys are all right, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're trying. Bless their best hearts. podcast if you have nothing else to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever been bored and been like, oh, I wish I just had something to listen to. And all, all the internet's done already? <laughs> Give these guys these are your guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Want to feel young? <laughs> wow. Feel young. <laughs> listen to Barry to the Games. Nice. These guys are old. Are you sure you wouldn't rather listen to your meditation app? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, it's from Surfer Dude Twenty Three. It says, "Oh yes, yes, y'all, yes, yes, y'all. Mm. Stop what you're doing and just subscribe to this podcast." Oh, I'm always trying to find good podcasts because of my job. I drive a lot. This post- podcast is by far the best. Oh, I'm all caught up and i only started listening about three weeks ago wait 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 what wow all caught up like from this month jeez no probably that's a lot of driving if he's all caught up from the 300 other episodes that's amazing that's incredible thank Thank you you, man right oh my gosh so much jeez uh he says i love all these guys their attitude towards what they're talking about and doing. You can tell they love to do this podcast. That's why this podcast is the best. Keep up the good work, guys. Brennan. Brennan, thank you so much. Yeah, Brennan, man, yes. that, is awesome. that is amazing. Thank you. Made my whole awesome. day. Yep. See, there you go. You're going to have a good day, guys. Yeah, I might not snap on the kids today. 
That's right. And I'm going to go to bed with a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. That's awesome. I think you should wake Lauren up and tell her. Yeah, oh, she'll love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, do that. hey, bring the microphone. We got, we got a five-star <laughs> review. And it's, it oh my made God. my whole night. Yep. Good night, honey. <laughs> Insert stabbing sound effects. <laughs> exactly. Glad yes, to hear that's what you. it took to make your night, not the fact that you're in Hawaii. Exactly. <laughs> well, he's used to that. That's old hat now. He's been there this since yeah, Saturday. Yeah, true. That's I, true. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's over. I'm it. an I'm an Islander now. I'm good to go. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. They've accepted mm-hmm. you. Yeah. That's right. I've been accepted. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Tim's calling other people Hallies. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, is the Hawaiian version of a muggle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Edward. You betcha. Well, every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no different. We asked you guys, what's your favorite scary video game? Because we are coming up on Halloween. And I said, did it really scare you? Starting over on Twitter, we've got Brennan. Mm. Leave it. That's how I'm going to say it. Maybe it's the same Brennan. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of Brennans out there. Maybe it is. Uh, he said, the best horror game I've played has to be Resident Evil 7. Not only was mm. it really scary, but my first playthrough of the game was all in PSVR. Oh, no freaking wow. thank you. Nope, nope, nope. I, I played on a bus with friends in broad daylight and was scared. I can't mm. imagine mm. playing in PSVR. It made the game way more terrifying. It also didn't help that my girlfriend would grab me and scream while I was playing. Uh, no, no. Oh, you gotta break up with her. You have no man. She's, she's, she's got to go. She gotta go. Not the one. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't marry the chick. Try to give you a heart attack. That's right. Keep her a girlfriend. So that, that happens up. after you get married. <laughs> exactly. She didn't even wait for to put a ring on it. Oh That's man. Right. She's brave. That's right. I would. I'd mm. be scared. I'd elbow somebody. <laughs> right. My ninja instincts and everything. That's right. <laughs> yeah, control those. No, man. That's fight or flight. <laughs> Turtles are chill. A game that scares the crap out of me is Emily wants to play in VR. I can't get through it. Huh? One, mm. one, one of my. F- me either. I looked it up and I was like, "Yep, nope." Yep, and nope. And <laughs> yeah. You too. Does it work now? <laughs> One of my favorite scary games has got to be Fear 3. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, Weeboo at Wannabeaboo. Or Weeaboo. <laughs> uh, the PT demo that never got released as a full game couldn't mm. be in my room by myself at night for a while. Wow. <laughs> I believe it. Wow. I know that's right. Phones Man. be ringing and stuff. I know. That's a... Throwback to episode 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. When we play that game. I wonder if that's still on our, that's got to still be on our YouTube, right? Or maybe, oh, yeah. Uh, we put oh, it yeah, there. It in the first Probably. That was a good time. It was. Alex Perez on Facebook, Chalfie. That's Unt- Chalfie. Mm-hmm. Until Dawn is my favorite. It didn't scare me because real G's don't get scared. But, yeah. <laughs> but it was oh, a gosh. wild, weird, and creepy. <laughs> real G's don't Dude. get scared. That's awesome. I love that. Travis. Travis. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be a real G 
and an elementary school principal. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, work. it doesn't work that way. I don't know, man. You ever dealt with that many kids at once? I think you almost have to be a G. Yeah, right. To be an elementary school principal. <laughs> That's right. Travis Pospisil. That's true. Yeah. I only have three of them, and I'm like, oof, all right. I could imagine a whole school mm-hmm. full of children. Mm. Travis Pospisil, it was alien on the Commodore 64 when I was a wee lad. Mm. You had to get Ripley's Ripley God. safely to the bridge and find her cat all while avoiding the alien queen. I'm not <sighs> sure why it scared me. It was literally 8-bit graphics. I guess it was the tension. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. And your imagination, right? That's what you had oh, heck yeah, back man. in those mm-hmm. days. Back in the 8-bit days. Uh, Curtis Blizzard or Blizzard has to be the OG Resident Evil on PlayStation. The first time those dogs broke through the windows made me jump. Mm. I tell you what, that got everybody. If that didn't get you, you're dead inside. <laughs> uh, I, I'll tell you this too. While I was playing, one of the things I'm really enjoying about Blackout on Call of Duty is that mm-hmm. there's like an area which I was not expecting, and it did kind of scare me. Because, you know, when you're playing those Battle Royale games, you're listening so intently for footsteps and just trying to see where people are coming from. And you're kind of, for me, I kind of like trying to gather stuff real quick, and then I kind of chill out and maybe like hang out in a house or like, you know, run around and kind of I creep around, you know. I'm not guns Mm -hmm. blazing on those kind of games. And there's this one area, and it might be on a couple places of the map, but I, I, I don't know, that you hear the laughter that happens in the uh, earlier black ops with the zombies games mm-hmm. and zombies start running out of one of the houses. Oh yeah. You. And I was mm. not expecting that. Cause I didn't play the, I didn't get into the beta and all that. I didn't get to play it uh-huh. cause of being on the road. So when those guys first rushed me, there was like three of them. I was like, Oh my gosh, like what is going on right now? I feel like I'm totally giving away my position. I'm like, I'm just firing away. Oh man. It's a great map. There's like a Nuketown island yeah. that you mm-hmm. can jump out down onto for those who have played Nuketown. And uh, I, I think it's, they've got a lot of great nods on that map. Anyway. Nice. Back awesome. to the question at hand. Mm-hmm. Mm. Over on Discordia, Jeff. Oh, come on now. The best scary game ever to exist is Eternal, <laughs> Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. Spoken like a true Nintendo person. And yeah, it scared the crap out of us when it when it made us think someone in the room was changing inputs or messing with the volume on the TV. The game made the player think they were going crazy along with the character. Mm. I do remember those stories. That's really great. Mm. That like the input thing and the volume would start going up and down. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's like, pretty cool. What's going on? Calmed Fury, The Last of Us. I mm. hate zombie-esque enemies and scary games. I, play, mm. I played the entire game while reading a walkthrough so I would know when the jump scares were coming. Oh, get out. No. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't find that game scary as much. It's just more intense than yeah. it, for me than it is scary. See, for a scaredy cat like me, like there definitely was that pit in my stomach where I was like, doggone it. Oh, nice. All right. This this is going to be scary, I think, mm. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Roman, Nick Fallhaber. One of my f- all-time favorite scary games is Clive Barker's Undying. It was a first-person mm. shooter that came out in 2001. In it, you explore the estate of an old World War, World War I army buddy 
whose family had gone crazy and supernatural stuff started happening all over the grounds. You fought with guns and magic similar to that, uh, similar to what Bioshock would do early, oh, uh, nice. would do years later. It was really scary at the time, but didn't spook me when I reinstalled it and replayed it a couple years ago. Nice. World War One Army Buddy. Ugh. I mean, that's a great premise, though. Mm-hmm. Going to your your dead buddy's house and his mm-hmm. family's gone crazy. Ooh, no freaking thank you. But thank you for all the answers. We appreciate you guys. You know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast. Of course, Married to the Games.com. You can uh, check out all the videos that we've got going on. YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. Like Ed said on Patreon, if you'd love to support the show, Patreon.com slash MTTG. And we are cranking up Extra Life. To remind you what is going on, extra life, extra dash life.org slash team slash MTTG. Come join up. We're giving away prizes this year to uh, mm-hmm. the people that raise the most, excluding us and our captain, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but come join up the team. It's for the kids. It's for a good cause. You get to game. It's a great reason to be like, baby, I got to play some video games. I'm sorry. Like, I, this is for the kids. It's mm-hmm. for the kids. Um, I have to. Yeah, we have to. So the official Married to the Games day is going to be along with Eduardo, November 3rd, going into the 4th. I'm going to be doing the end of November, the 30th, going into the 1st of December. We are giving away a game for every $300 raised by me or Ed while streaming. So if you come and donate Mm. during our time and we hit those 300 marks, we will be giving away games at the end of our stream. And for the top three raisers on our team, first place gets a hoodie. Second place gets a shirt. Third place gets a mug. All things to keep you warm. You know what I'm saying? It's wintertime. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. man. I like it. You have to clothe yourself and you need coffee or hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. It's the most wonderful time. We love that we get to give. um, And so let's get to giving together. And hopefully you guys get to get Forgiving. Anyway, that's a lot of G's going yes. on. Uh, and all the way from Hawaii, Tim. Rate us on iTunes because real G's listen to this podcast. Hey! <laughs> oh, nice. That's right. That's right. Well, like let's get into some questions. <laughs> but just can't play for whatever reason. For me, it's Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO. I absolutely Mm. loved my time in that game, but I enjoy all kinds of games and can't dedicate myself to just one. Plus, I don't have the time for it, but the game is so good, it's on my top 10 games of all time. Wow. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's a good question. Games you love, you just can't play. Um... That's a tough one. You know, it's funny that he said Final Fantasy because that was the first thing that popped in my head, like... To go back and try to play Final Fantasy VII, one of my favorite games ever, um, would be just real daunting and real hard. And I, mm. it wouldn't want to be a, it wouldn't be a game that I'd want to just play. Like, oh, and then I played a little bit, you know, three weeks ago, and then I played a little bit today, and then I'll play a little bit a month from now. 
um, mm-hmm. just because they do demand uh, so much of your time. But I would say, you know what? I would say almost any game that I've played that I've loved. So Bioshock Infinite, The Last of Us, uh, you know, there's so many games out there um, that I've played and I don't go back and replay games anymore. And so I, I would say most games that I like, I, I don't go back and replay. It's a good answer. Hmm. Chris? Um, shoot. I mean, I'm a little bit in the same camp as Gabe. I rarely go back and replay games, but I will do it. I mean, I've gone back and played Metal Gear 1. The last time I did it was about a year ago, so I'm kind of due to do it as, again. And I, I kind of want to go back and play through all of the Metal Gear games. I definitely want to go back and give Metal Gear Solid 5 another shot. I haven't done it yet, but I plan to. I have mm-hmm. played The Last of Us twice. I plan to play it at least one more time before I get my free really? copy. Really? My free copy from Ed. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm going to be playing that again right before that one comes out at some point. Um, and I will definitely go back and play God of War again. Really? I even, yeah. I, nice. If I really love a game, like I'm, the ones that I will go back and play are the ones that I truly like have a special place for me. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, I really enjoyed Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal 2. But if it's not on the NES, or excuse me, not the NES, the Sony PlayStation Classic, I just don't see myself going to the trouble to play that game again. And there are right. some games mm-hmm. where, like, I really enjoyed, like, really enjoyed uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And I've told myself oh, yeah. this whole generation, I'm going to go back and play that game. But the other day, I started up some other AC. Oh, yeah, I had gotten uh, AC, whatever the one, the one that was on. It's backwards compatibility. It's on Xbox One. It's the one where the guy's, like, he's a Templar, and you actually play as a Templar instead of an Assassin. Oh, Rogue. Yeah, Rogue. I got that one. I was like, okay, I'm going to play this. I played for like five minutes. I was like, man, this just feels really old school now. Mm. So I haven't played any more of it. And I feel like AC of Black Flag is going to be the same way. So even though I tell myself, oh, I'm going to go back and play that realistically, I'm probably not going to. But there are a handful of games. It's like, I will absolutely go back and play these again. Um, Mm -hmm. So some of them, when they're just Mm. too old, I I like to just live with the fond memories and just let it be there. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Ed, what about you? I, uh, I don't feel like there are any games I can't go back and play. Um, pretty much any game that I've really enjoyed, I've played more than once. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really feel like there are anything that there's anything that I couldn't go back and play. I don't know. Huh. Nice. Tim? I'm with you, Gabe, on this. Like, I, I like to have the memories. I did play Last of Us twice uh, for the remaster, and... Um, you know, and I'm good. Like, I don't need to play that one again. It's because a lot of those games that I absolutely love, like I have fond memories of and there, you know, it was a time period and it's just like, ah, oh, there was just a great game. And I just like to leave it at that. I don't want to go back and, and revisit it. So I'm kind of with you on that one. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. yeah very good question. Lucas Ham. Here we go. So on this day in 1923, the Walt Disney Company was founded. Actually, it was yesterday because you're reading it tomorrow. Anyways, forget I said that and move on to the next question, which is, what is your personal favorite and least favorite Disney or Pixar movie? For Gabe and Tim, try to pretend like your kids haven't made you watch some of these movies a thousand times. I know, that's right. Exactly. And judge off of personal opinion alone. Also, uh, feel free to agree or disagree with one another giving lively commentary <laughs> as desired to make things thanks interesting. Thanks for the permission. Yeah, yeah thanks, exactly. Thanks, buddy. The person with I the wasn't going to do that. But yeah, well, right. I wasn't going to agree or disagree or with disagree. <laughs> the person with the weakest answers is banned. Just kidding. It will probably be me anyways for making that last comment. <laughs> exactly right. It'll it'll be you just for giving this question. So we're good. You're banned. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> 
No. Uh, okay. So favorite and least favorite. Chris, you got a favorite and least favorite? So. Wow. Man. You know, it's hard, but gut reaction just when it said favorite Disney movie, my instant thought was um, Aladdin. I think that that mm-hmm. one might be one of my favorite of the, the uh, like, more hand-drawn animated ones. Of the classics. Yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. to split them out, and I'm going to do one for each. On the Pixar Ooh, I one. Like that. Ooh, good idea. On the Pixar one is, oh, shoot, is Wreck-It Ralph, is that, an, is that a Disney it's Studios Disney. one? or is that no, Pixar? That's... that's Disney Studios? Okay. It is Disney, just okay. not Pixar. Um, then uh, as far as the Pixar ones go, I probably would have to say uh, Finding Nemo. Oh, that was a good one. Nice. I did watch mm-hmm. Coco recently because it's on Netflix, and that was Coco's really good. great. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one, too. But I mean, I can't even think, honestly, of one that I hate or, or that I dislike. That was just least or, favorite. Least favorite? Yeah. Um, I've yeah. never been a huge fan of... Uh, uh, shoot. Who's the girl with the seven dwarves? That would be Snow White. Snow White. White. I've never, I never really got into that one. <laughs> I wanted okay, to say Cinderella, right? but I was like, it's not Cinderella. Dang, why can't I get Cinderella out of my head? <laughs> and then on the Pixar side, it's I, Princess Peach and the Seven Dwarfs. On the Pixar yeah, exactly. side, there's just a hand. I I know this is going to be sacrilege for a lot of people, but I never got super into The Incredibles. Like, oh, okay. So oh, many really? people really love The Incredibles. Right. I'm just well, like, yeah, it's fine. But. Well, you're banned. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Edward, um, my favorite, yeah, hand drawn one is definitely Aladdin. Uh, Man, my. L- my least favorite would be one called Home on the Range, where Roseanne Barr played a cow. I don't even remember that. Well, you, I mean, you, Man, would, I don't you even love Roseanne. I know. It's so <laughs> weird that I wouldn't like that one. <laughs> How could you not? What's wrong with you, Ed? Uh, that's funny. Uh, when it comes to Pixar, wow, there are just so... Uh, there's so many good ones, it's crazy. Um, I'm probably going to say... Uh, Wow. I'll just go with The Incredibles. As your oh, favorite? Nice. As my nice. favorite and least favorite would be Cars 2. Yeah. There you go. I think that's what I was going to say for my I least favorite. I saw Cars 2. I think I only saw exactly. the first Cars. I didn't see it either. Um, my favorite Disney, it is really hard to pick between Aladdin and The Lion King. The yeah. Lion King, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Classic. Because I yeah. think Classics. Lion King for me, so Aladdin... No, I think Aladdin's amazing. I, I love Aladdin. I love Robin Williams in Aladdin. I think he's great. I feel sorry for mm-hmm. Will Smith, who's going to have to be the genie next, um, just mm-hmm. because everybody's going to be comparing him to Robin mm-hmm. Williams. Of course. And the brilliance right, that was right. there in that movie. But I feel like the Lion King had more peaks and valleys, like where mm-hmm. the Lion, where the yes. Aladdin is like, what really went bad? You know what I'm saying? Where, right. you know, Simba lost his father. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, spoiler like, alert. Killed, spoiler killed alert. by his uncle. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler <laughs> yeah. alert for those who haven't seen Lion <laughs> King. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Lion King just because the emotions there are Yeah, are man, more... that is a much deeper story for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. even though like I know all the Aladdin songs by heart. Um, but I know right. a lot of them by heart anyway. Um, favorite Pixar has got to be Toy Story. Probably. Yeah, man. Nice. Good call. Just yep. I, I, Good call. When those came, it's it's uh, that's another toss up between that one and Monsters Inc. Like when Monsters mm-hmm. Inc. came out, I was like, yep. "How smart is this?" Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yep. And then my least favorite, yeah, probably Cars Two because I, I I don't know if I've even seen it and I wasn't excited about seeing it. Yeah. On the Disney yep. side, I I don't even know. Uh, maybe. 
I have no idea on the Disney side what I didn't like. The Black Cauldron? Yeah, oh, I have God. no idea yeah. what that even is. But that yep. was a bad one. I'll that, go with that. That one. was a bad one, yeah. Tim? Yeah, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm totally with you guys. Aladdin is such a strong, it's so good, and just Robin Williams. At it. I think I saw that three times in, in the theaters when it came out because it was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and favorite Pixar is, I mean, I love them all. Uh, but I think the Toy Story series are just so good. They're so clever. Oh, man. Yeah. So good. Uh, yeah. my, my least favorite Disney movie would, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, Black Cauldron maybe or one of those. Or, man, Song of the South is really not uh not really pc anymore and uh so that makes you a little uncomfortable but uh as far as pixar toy story series definitely and the worst for me is the good dinosaur which just came out two years ago was oh yeah yeah i never saw that one i went you know i saw that i didn't i I can can agree i didn't think it was awful but i I can probably put that in one of the lower tiers it was Mm. definitely a lower tiered one but Mm. if you haven't seen coco the latest one oh it's fantastic it's really good yeah. Good story. Very good story. That thing's been on repeat at my house. Lord of mercy. Oh, yeah. yeah nice. I also, when I was younger, on the an- the hand-drawn animated ones, I always really liked Fantasia as well. Oh, Fantasia's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Gosh, a good they've one. got a lot of... Jeez. Uh, yep. They are... They have a lot. Yeah. They're working it out over there. There they are. There's a reason why they have a couple parks. Exactly. Right. And that was before all these movies that we mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, thank you, Lucas Ham, for the question. That was good. Chris. <laughs> 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 All right, I got to stop before we get copyright yeah, strike. Yeah. Copyright strike yeah, so, on YouTube. I'm so close copyright to the original, yep. you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Calmed Fury. What's the biggest hustle you have done to buy video games? This week, I traded in my original Xbox One to GameStop for more than double the base trade in value by purchasing an Xbox One X. Oh, nice. I then returned... I then returned the X the next day to pre-order the games I wanted on PS4 and Switch. Oh, that's now hilarious. That's a, yeah. No, that's a hustle. Dude's hustling hardcore. That's a good hustle. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I, I've never done any of that amazing. stuff. I no, that's I never am clever enough to pick up on it unless somebody says, hey, this is what you do. And then by that time it's usually yeah. too late. Yeah, exactly. They've fixed it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my biggest hustle has just been eBay. Um, selling off old stuff that I didn't want anymore to strictly to buy games i remember there was a time a couple years ago where i was selling games to buy games and so that was like that's probably the biggest hustle i haven't i haven't i've never done anything like that that's incredible um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i would just say ebay edward nice yeah i don't really know if i've kind of like with chris i hear about people doing it i'm like oh that's kind of cool but i never try it or am early enough i think so there you go. Uh, Tim, remember. my biggest hustle is I, um, for my birthdays and Christmases, I just ask for gift cards so that um, everybody else buys my video games for me. <laughs> exactly since, right. Since nice. I've into, since I've started video games, I've I've only had to buy like two or three. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I've for the past. I know for the past three years, I've never had to actually buy a video game. That's awesome. awesome. I really like that. So yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So thanks, family and friends, for giving me my gift cards. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Star Lancer, um, do you think remakes and remasters should also include the original as a bonus feature? I think this is an awesome idea for a preservation standpoint. It can't possibly cost much more to do this in most instances. And I like ah. that. That's actually kind of a cool idea. It's an interesting thought. Um, you know, not every remake is one to one. 
that's but true. But I loved what um, the Master Chief Collection did, where you could hit the select button or whatever, and it mm-hmm. went back to the old graphics. Mm-hmm. Because oh, that's it, cool. since it was a one to one, you're you're right there where you would have been in the old game, and so you could hit a button. I don't remember actually what button it was, but um, and go back and forth between like the new upgraded graphics and the old one. I thought mm-hmm. that was that was really good for me. I mean, like I said before, you know, usually if I'm playing a remake or a remaster, I'm playing it because I want to play the remake or the remaster. So I wouldn't go back. But I guess it would be a nice value added, I guess. Chris? Yeah, I think it's Ed. <laughs> Chris, I think I mean it's Ed. cool when they do it, um, but I don't feel like it's something that they have to do or I feel like it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool when it happens. Yeah. Chris? Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same as you. I, I I don't, or the same as Ed, I guess to say. I don't think it's necessarily required. I do think it's awesome when you do the above and beyond kind of thing like Xbox did with the Master Chief Collection. I don't know if, has anybody else ever done anything like that? Or have they been the only ones who have done something like I that? I don't know. I don't I don't usually play remakes. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> that's I'm not sure. I mean, it's not going to work whenever, if one day the Final Fantasy remake comes out, just because it's going to be so different. That's but, not coming out. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out one day. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Tim? Um, yeah, I'm fine with it. Whatever. That works. <laughs> whatever the default whatever the default is. No, I'm I think I actually do think it's a good idea because if you're gonna bring back something, you know, it came originally from somewhere. So it it's a nice I think it's kind of a respectful thing to be like, hey, this is where it actually all started. And you know, we have this remake and then this is what you can play this one as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I kind of do like that. I think that's a good idea. Hmm. There you go. Mike Peacott, another apocalypse scenario here. You dash into your <laughs> Fallout shelter and can only grab one game, one movie, and system to play till the end of days. And it has to be in your existing collection. What is it? And let's pretend that through some miracle, online is still functioning. It's just a minor. <laughs> it's just a minor apocalypse, you know. <laughs> it's just a minor apocalypse. <laughs> a minor. Nice. That's funny. <laughs> My choice of game would be probably Skyrim because of the huge amount of stuff to do that I haven't hardly approached, and the movie would be Star Wars or possibly Ready Player One because of all the hidden stuff to find. Oh, nice! So That's one game one. and one movie. Hmm. Oh, till the end of days. I guess The Witcher 3. Dude, I was just going to say that. Yes. Yeah. I Witcher barely three, scratched baby. the surface of that game. Um, yep. And I, like he's saying with Skyrim, like there's just so much to do. I wouldn't want to take, you know, something like Bioshock Infinite and be done with it. And then like, okay, well, got to play Bioshock Infinite again. Yep. Um, yeah. Movie I'm taking. Uh, the Matrix, I guess. Ooh, Chris. Hmm. Um, so if we're talking game and it's one of my current library and online is still for some reason working and there's people that are play with online, I'm going to say destiny. Yep. Just cause nice. with all, where it sits right now, probably destiny too, just cause it's the most current where it sits mm-hmm. right now with all the expansions, there's tons of like there's single player stuff that I can do on my own, but then there's also stuff that I can do online and it's, it's a little mixture of the two. So you have the replay value one way or the yeah. other. Mm-hmm. And then um, movie, shoot, I don't know. It 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 probably also it'd be something long like one of the Lord of the Rings movies or something. Probably the first yeah. one, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, that's good. There you go, Tim. 
Yeah, I would do uh, Witcher 3 for the game and probably the original Star Wars trilogy. Well, uh, wait, yeah. we can do a trilogy? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, then I'm well, doing the okay, whole Lord of the Rings oh, trilogy. Do, a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, do the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I thought it was just Ed? one episode. Uh, for the game, I'll do Overwatch. And nice. I thought about the that. movie, I'll do... Uh, Three Amigos? I'll take Indiana Jones. Oh, nice. Trilogy. Good call. Or, yeah, just the trilogy. There you go. <laughs> what do you mean? Just the trilogy. I don't need that fourth one. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no? All right. I don't need that fourth one. Uh, I'm uh, with you on that sure one, about Edward. That? Sure about that? Okay, perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, uh, Brian Niebel. Breakfast foods are the best foods in my wife and I's opinion. We love it so much that we even catered our wedding with breakfast foods. Our menu had oh, almond nice. French toast, hash brown casserole, biscuits and gravy, fruit, orange juice, and a coffee bar. Mm-hmm. All that to say, my question to you guys this week is what kind of breakfast meal is your favorite? I'm guessing something that at least has bacon and coffee involved. Oh, yeah. Coffee's got to be there. <laughs> yep. Sure. Yes. Uh, coffee, I, two eggs over easy, and some bacon. Ooh. I can do that every day, all day. There you go. I'm an omelet man myself. Ooh. So what I like. Kind? I, I mean, I'm pretty boring. So I'm, you know, throw some cheese and ham in there or something like that. I'm pretty yeah, happy. Yeah, man. Come on. Uh, bacon on the side, a little coffee, and, uh, I'll take a couple bites of my kids' pancakes. They, they, they're not going to eat it all. Exactly. They're not going to finish it. That's why I buy it. That's, right. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I can have some bites. Ed? <laughs> yeah, Ed? My favorite one has probably got to be, uh, it's a dish called migas. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, eggs, tortillas, uh, cheese, tomato, kind of like a, almost like a tortilla omelet, sort of. Not to be confused uh, with migos. That's, exactly. no, that's a no, different no. thing. You can listen. You can listen to Migos while you're eating Migos, and oh, it will okay. fit. And then you can fit. watch yeah. three of them in a movie. <laughs> that's right. Migos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those guys I are love... also different. <laughs> yeah. Very, very. That's right. They are not bad and bougie. And no, they're not. <laughs> that's good. Chris, Chris, did you say yours? Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're going to have some coffee. We're going to have some bacon there, clearly. And then, you know what? I'll throw in some grits, because nobody ever gives any love to grits. I yeah. like grits. Oh, I good love call grits. grits, man. I yeah, good call like on grits. Oh, do not like oh, grits. I love grits. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Oh, the Jason doesn't like them either. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> I'm supposed to like grits. <laughs> you ain't from the South. Get out of here. I know. That's, That's what I'm saying to Stacey, though, because she don't like grits either. Come on, dude. You're our token black ops. You have to like grits. Well played, sir. Well played. Token black ops. Well mm-hmm. done. All right, Travis Pospisil, in your travels, have you ever gotten lost and ended up someplace wonderful? No. Ooh. Uh, well, so as a motorcycle rider, um, you kind of want to do that. So there's been yeah. a couple times where mm-hmm. I've just, especially here in Nashville, just been driving around. I was like, I don't know what this street is. And Jenny will be like, Let's go down it. And I'll be like, mm-hmm. what? And she'll be like, let's go down it. And I'm like, I can't hear you, the wind. Let's go down that straight. And so um, I, we've definitely done that. But can I tell a story about a friend? He's got a better story than me. Sure. Um, uh, Brandon Heath, this guy that we used to be on the road with, he was in Hawaii, like Tim, was driving around. He said he had some time to kill between a radio event and a dinner that he was supposed to be doing. And he said he was just driving around, came to a T in the road, he was like, they go right or left. He takes a right, drive down the way, 
saw all these television trailers and was like, oh, that's cool. Like they're doing a surfing thing. There's a surfing competition in town. Uh, this is all the thing. And then he was like, oh, wait. And he started reading the trailers and it said Jack Sawyer, you know, mm, all the, nice. and he had stumbled upon the lost uh, set that's and they were, awesome. they were shooting. And so he was like hanging out there and was like kind of texting people that he knew like, oh my gosh, I'm on the set of lost. That person texts somebody else and somebody comes over and was like, Brandon Heath. And he was like, uh, that that's me waved him over. And he got to like stand behind the director and watch them shoot lost. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. So that was him getting lost and stumbling lost. upon lost. Yeah. Getting lost. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Beat that, suckers. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I've, I've, <laughs> I've fold. I've fold. Yeah. Uh, wow. Chris? Uh, I don't really get lost. I, nice. I pretty much GPS to absolutely everything. I've, yeah, I do the same thing. But if if you do kind of go off the beaten path, I think it's great. It's always fun to just explore. That's what yeah. we're doing here. And, and we had no agenda coming here. Um, you know, we had a few things that we just had a book, like a luau and that kind of stuff. But we were just like, hey, what do you want to do today? And so we're just... We asking a bunch of a lot of the locals uh, people here, locals here, and the people that work here, and picking their brains, and and that's exactly what we did yesterday. It was our our uh, the girl that was uh, our waitress at breakfast was like, you should go here, here, and here. And it's exactly what we did, and we had a ball. Nice. Awesome. Yep, nice. it was great. Woo. It was great. Edward, so I do not mind getting lost. That's right. Ed Placencia. Um, we uh. We weren't lost. We were in Ireland, and it was basically each morning we would just drive in a different direction and see what we found. Oh, wow. Uh, with no plan. And uh, we found this really cool, it was like the, this, this cave that it was like the largest underground stalactite that the public was allowed to see or something like that. Um, and uh, we found this, yeah, this really cool cave that you could go on a tour of. That was pretty cool. That other That's one's really got cool. aliens on it. That's right. <laughs> the public can't see that, that one, apparently. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, that's that was a good question. I love that. I love yeah, that, that question good. too. Uh, Travis Reeves, I tried to explain AC Odyssey to my wife, and all she got from it was you run around and stab things. So my question <laughs> is: Have have you Sweet. ever tried to explain a game to someone and do a terrible job at it? Have a great show, guys. <laughs> I think. Oh yeah. I think isn't that what we do every week? I know. Try to explain a game, you, do a terrible did you hear job me of try it. Try to explain the Jackbox games earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, today, hey, exactly. that about is, an hour ago. <laughs> That's funny. Um, that is funny. I chose a terrible time on vacation. It was there was like five or six families from here in Nashville. We all went down to um, Destin, Florida, for vacation all together. It's a bunch of like. You know, church families, we all went. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I just didn't know any better, man. I, I'm in the pool. I'm the only guy in the pool. Mm -hmm. I'm there with like all the ladies that came and I proceed to tell them about Final Fantasy VII. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> Looking okay. back on it, it's one of the things I'm, I've told you guys, I'm not a regrets guy. That's I a regret, regret that one. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you were already I, married? I, Already married? No, I, this is like when, when I'm playing Final. I was like in ninth grade. Oh, okay. And uh, and uh, 
I, I just remember like now looking back, it makes my skin crawl thinking of me like, mm. and then there's this guy named Sephiroth, right? And he's got this super long sword and he's so for like the Geneva Project. And, and like they couldn't hilarious. have cared less. There's no way they could have cared less. And uh, you had game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Game oh, yeah. had game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. That's ah. That's Even funny. bringing it up, it makes like I'm sweating just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating <laughs> so for funny, you. That's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Jeez, Chris. You know, I don't. I don't feel like I've ever run into that. I, I don't. I tend to only talk about games. Even when You're I was, really I mean, I'm sure I did when I was games. younger. Yeah, I would tell my mom about it. something, and I was like, ah, and I don't remember it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like most of the time these days, I'm only talking about gaming related stuff with other people that are going to know yeah. what I'm talking about or at least get it. Exactly. I don't really just open up the conversation. Hey, you. So uh, this game, right? Right. Right. I understand. Tim? This robotic yeah, monk. I had, I had the beauty of just being like, you know what? Just here, play this game. And I did that to one of my buddies for The Witcher 3, and he absolutely loved it. Like, because how do you really explain The Witcher 3? So I'm like, you know what? Just take this game and go play it and tell me what you think. And that's great. Absolutely, so, yeah, that's the way I do it. I like that. And Ed did it earlier. Yep. And Ed did it. Right. Yeah, we're good. All right. Final question <laughs> over on Twitter. Josh Stapleton at MTTG Street Team. It's been hey, reported. Wh- it's been reported that many at Rockstar have been putting in 100 hour work weeks to get Red Dead 2 completed. Mm-hmm. As gamers, what do you think our responsibility is in regards to this? Do we boycott the game, buy the game to reward the hard work, but out of it entirely? I love I kind of really dig this question because there is that catch 22 in that yes they have this huge game coming out and you know that's kind of the responsibility of rockstar if they're going to make their deadlines they're going to probably push their people so what better way to kind of help them is than by buying the game if you want to i don't i don't think boycotting would be the right way to go because you know they're just no. trying to put out a product yeah um you know it's interesting for me because i did see a story too where the one of the people came kind of after that story i don't didn't see who it was, but they said the crunch isn't, um, you don't, you don't have to, it's not mandated that everyone has to crunch. Um, it's a, it's a choice. And so, um, I remember Stancil's told me in the past Mm -hmm. and you know, it, it goes, me and Stancil, when we're talking back and forth, it really speaks to the music industry as well. Cause the same thing happens and it's almost kind of what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes down to it and the album's about to come out and the marketing team's trying to get it together, like especially for a big artist like Toby, you crunch that it, it's it's what you do. And so, um, you know, I, I, as long as it's not forced upon you and you can make the choice and, and Stancil would talk about like, man, I had to just head home because, you know, we had been working all day and I was exhausted and you know, your vision's getting blurry. So, and I still need to make that family time. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I think there's a big, um, a big choice there that you have to make as, as the employee, yes, um, to say, you know, yes, I will stay or man, I can't, you know what I mean? I can't today. It's, it's our anniversary or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Yeah, man. So I, I yeah, think you go buy hard. the game because they're, they're, they, it's not the people's fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a, it's a slippery slope and especially, you know, just kind of coming from what we saw happen at Telltale, you know, it's, yeah, man. it's one of those things where 
yeah, it's it's voluntary and you don't have to do it. But if your boss is doing it and the everyone else is doing it, you feel that pressure that mm-hmm. you have to do it, even though you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. And a lot of times that crunch is unpaid overtime. And that's that just right. it starts it can start a really vicious cycle. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is, especially as a consumer. I don't know if I yeah. can do anything to change it. But well, yeah. and it's like how often do we know and not know? Is is that's what I yeah don't appreciate about kind of just all kind of news being everywhere. It's mm-hmm. like I, I think a lot of people do this. Movies probably do this. You know, editors when a movie's coming out are probably working oh, yeah. just through the night. And that oh, yeah. does that right. mean punish them because they had to work through the night? Like that doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah, no, not at and all. It's, but and I don't know how much like editors they're in a union and so they're going to uh-huh. get paid. Uh-huh. Uh, res- uh, for that. I don't know yep. what a game dev guy, if he has a union or not to help him out with that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so, a good point. Yeah. That's a know, really good it's, point. it's hard to say. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so the, the red dead story in particular is one of those crazy things because it was a high up. One of the people at rockstar that mentioned like, Oh yeah, we've been working a hundred hour weeks. And then they kind of walked it back a little bit later on because of all the pushback and like, oh, well, actually, you know, it's just like the executive team and the bigwigs like we're doing it because we want to. And like, it's not mandated. Then you get reports from other people. They're saying, you know, I worked at Rockstar and actually, yeah, it was really horrible. And it's kind of like what Ed said before. A lot of times in the gaming industry in particular, you know, we'll ignore the other industries like music and, and movies and stuff at the moment. But a lot of times that crunch, it may not be that it's like written in like, oh, you have to do this, but it's but known without being spoken kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there is some merit to like, look, at the end of the day, the only thing that really speaks is money. And so it it does come to a weird dilemma. It's like, okay, do I do I buy this game because all these people that had to put in all these hours and had to do all this crazy crunch and work hundred hour weeks or whatever. And, and, and now they may not even be employed because once the project's done, maybe they're expendable. Do I spend the money and then to show, to honor the hard work that they put in, or Mm -hmm. do I not pay the money and not buy the game and deny myself the joy that I may have been looking forward to that game to send a message to the publisher or the developer, the head of the studio that, Hey, it's not okay that you do this to people. And there's merit to both sides of it, because more than likely, if you buy it, if it's someone that it was on the team and then when the game was OK and the game's made, great, we shipped it. Now we're cutting half our staff like those people aren't seeing the profits of that game. Sure, they're going right, to see your yeah, tweets right. and the, about like, oh, I really enjoy the animations of these characters. And if you were the animator on that team, but if you got fired, like you're not reaping the benefits of that. You you mm-hmm. poured your blood, sweat and tears out and for something and then like you were just expendable. That's that's where the issue comes in and where so many people have take issue with the whole crunch and everything like that. And I understand as well, like I kind of run into it. We've definitely been up against the gun with some projects and I've like, I've spent overnighters at at the office working on something to get it done. And again, like I wasn't necessarily told I need to do that. And I don't do it to like for a hundred hour weeks or anything, but there's been times where it's like, I feel the pressure of I've got to get this thing done or I've got to have this right. And I take a bit of a personal pride in that and that I want to deliver the most polished product. So I spend Mm -hmm. the extra time. It's more of a, my choice to do that kinds of thing. But there's, I mean, that's where the issue comes in is like, well, it can't, it's no, I think no game publisher out there says or has said publicly like, oh yeah, crunch is part of our thing that we make. That's, it's part of the job. You got to do it. I think they all say like, oh, well, we don't make them have to do that, but without really saying it, like they're forced to do that. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's, there's something to be said about like, which is the better way to handle it? Buy it, don't buy it out of protest or buy it to honor the work they put in. It's. 
it's mm-hmm. a hard situation to be in. Yeah. And a hard decision sure. to make, especially when you just want to play the game. Right. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, I think I, yeah. I mean, I, I know that there's that, I don't know. I just come, from, I don't know. I, just, I, I come from crunch world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, get it's what you had to what do to get, get the thing out. Yeah. I mean, Tim, you've done it a bunch of times. You work for man, yourself. I do, I do it all the time. I've been working while on vacation for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, it just, it happens. It's that, and I'm one of those guys who go, I don't want to leave my team hanging. So I'm going to do what I got to do. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's definitely a fine line there. Yep. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, thank you, everybody, yeah, for all the questions. It was awesome. All right, so we touched on this last week. The question of the week for you guys is, and I'll probably put it up as a poll, and then uh, you guys can comment on, on Twitter. Um, are games easier now than they used to be? We oh, talked yeah. about it a little mm-hmm. bit last week uh, with just tutorials and you know the fact that some games back in the day didn't even come with a booklet. They were just like, here you go, have fun. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, what do you think? Games easier now than they used to be? Um, I, I'm hesitant, but I would probably say yes, only in the sense that there's very few games these days that purely come down to skill. Most of them mm. are just figure out the thing, and there's so many ways to find out the answer. Um, whereas yep. back in the day, like if you didn't know what to do in Zelda, like if you didn't have a friend to tell you or give you his input, like you just couldn't figure it out or it was, you usually have to yep. stick with it until you finally figured it out. So that's right. I guess so. Edward. Yeah. Man, I don't know. It, uh, man. Cause I feel like there are some games that are all about like skill, like overwatch or any of those shooters, call of duty and stuff like that, that I just, people are just so much better than me that I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got games like telltale. That's you just push a push a button. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. don't know. Um, I would say they're more difficult now just because you've got so many more buttons and stuff like that to worry about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm kind of uh, split. I'm kind of split on this because you know back in the day you didn't have the help and the content that you needed because you could just you know nowadays we just go on our phone and if we can't figure something out, so you are kind of left on your own. Yep. And so in that respect, I would think they were a lot harder because it it was harder to figure out. I think today's games are more complex because there's more buttons and there's more things to do. So it's kind of, I think it's kind of split, but I do think because we back then we didn't have this huge information age, I think they would, they're a lot harder because you have to really kind of dig in and try and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say it's almost comes, yeah, comes down to the explaining, but I feel like back in the day, I think we're able to do more, obviously able to do way more in games now. And so they're bigger and more daunting. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, when you watch like retro replay with Troy Baker and Nolan North, <laughs> right. and they're struggling through, you know, these games yeah. from the past where you only mm-hmm. had, you know, two buttons and a direction, <laughs> yeah, um, true. a direction pad. It, it seems like it's more frustrating, but I don't know mm-hmm. if they're harder yeah. once you get them down. Cause I feel like when I play Sonic now, I'm way worse at it than when I played Sonic as a kid. Mm-hmm. But yep. I think it's just because the repetition and how short games were back in the day, you were able to get the, your muscle memory a little better with them. But I would think these ones are harder in the long run. Mm-hmm. And there's not that opportunity to just memorize them as easy. Yeah. Nice. Good I will point. say, not that it's 
necessarily a question, but I do think games are way better and have been better this whole generation and the, even the previous generation. Like, I'm not one of these people that looks back at the NES and the SNES and be like, oh, man, those are the days. It'll never be that good again. Like, I think almost yeah, every game I that comes out that today either. is way better than those games. I, I am not yeah. Oh, yeah. that person that's like, oh, NES is the best there's ever going to be. Never be beaten. No, nah, Doc. Right. I totally <laughs> agree. I'm totally all about agree. the here and the now. Yep. Right? Let, let us know what you guys think. Are games easier now? than they used to be use hashtag answer MTTG and we will talk about it next week. Thank you guys so much for being here Two eighteen in the books, Tim Router all the way from Hawaii. Thank you for Hawaii. being here. buddy. Yes, sir. Representing. I'm Gabe Patillo. That's Tim Router. Episode yep. Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games and we are up out this thing. Bitch.